Hello and welcome to Perilous Pursuits, a live D&D podcast where a bunch of us nerdy-ass friends sit around a Zoom call and play D&D. Tonight we follow a fledgling group heading north into Icewind Dale. Warning, some content may not be suitable for all audiences. Uh, we went to the, uh, the, we got dropped off from the carriage and made our way, well, we met a crier in town who uh, informed us that uh, the, the mayor was looking for someone to deal with a problem in the mines. And then we went to the mayor's house or the, or wherever we were supposed to go there. And he wasn't there, but he left a message on the door to go to the pub where we went. And uh, we met him there and he told us that there was some issues with cobalts and some other things in the mine and that he would pay us 50 gold to clear it out. And then Quincy said, well, since we're going to the mine, he he had talked to someone in the bar and they told him that uh, Zephic was or Zephic was uh, just outside the mine selling his wares. So Quincy thought we would go kill two bo- birds with one stone and uh, deal with that. Uh, and uh, so we went and uh, convinced Sefik to come with us to the mine to uh, escort us up there, but he didn't want to go into it. And then um, um, Zoko, uh, it was a Zoko that started the fight, I believe. Right? Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. That sounds like a smoke thing. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so the the fight started, and uh, he was a little more difficult than we originally thought, but um, we dealt with him, and now we're wondering how we're going to say to the rest, to the, what was the name of the trading uh, company? The Torg uh, Traders. Torg's merchant Group. Yeah, the merchant group, like what happened to him and why uh, why he's dead or why he's missing. Um, so, and that's basically where we left off. That okay. sounds about right. Can I get an update on where Smoke's hit points are at? Uh, it's, uh, it's this many. Yeah, I think it's like you got... It's, so, it's, a, it's a one. Uh, it's yeah. the same amount as you have gold, yeah. Yeah, that's well, I got an accurate... Gold here. I don't no, you no. have one. Actually, no, that's true. Not true. You took 10 from him. Did you not? Yeah, I, I did that before the previous game. So total of 18 after taking the 10 from Maximus. No. Yeah, 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 and then, then Maximus, took... yeah, Maximus took the uh, 17 gold back from you when you volunteered it in the last session. Yeah. I would like to rage! <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing it's just for fun um so <laughs> is everybody logged into rhyme of the frost maiden as well oh uh not yet but i will be not there. yet what should we do quincy now or maximus or a quincy well we might i don't know what you guys are gonna do what are we going to do with this body? Does so this come, guy bleed real blood like 
normal human blood? Um, I mean, the body is a strewn on the ground. Um, you can see some of the frost kind of starting to curl on the side of his face and like his hair is starting to frost a bit. Are there uh, signs of blood from battle in this Yep, location? absolutely there is. Okay. He's got cuts, like huge cuts in his clavicle. He's got an arrow and kind of just underneath his neck. Um, Maximus... I take off his head with my great axe. We need, we need axe. proof. We need proof to Why take Why don't we back. just search the body? Yeah, that's a good start. Before you start chopping it to bits. I, I, I say. I agree. I'll sniff it. Oh, see what he's got on him. Okay, Quincy. There must, there must be a reason why he's, he's not affected by the cold. I bet he's got like, like a, a magic scarf or something. I'll assist Quincy. Sure. Yeah, Quincy, go ahead and uh, give me an investigation roll. Uh, look great. Quincy's uh, got the highest. Uh... <laughs> uh, roll, roll with advantage because um, smoke is helping you out. Uh, you do know I have a minus one, right? That's okay. You're the one saying that someone should check the bottom. Uh, what kind of boots are these? I think we're all stupid except Ponto. <laughs> From his vast experience. And Ponto in his vast experience would not think about searching him anyways. Well, I got a 12 <laughs> anyway. So. Yeah, I mean, you find the 10 gold you gave him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want his ice dagger, though. What's he wearing? Uh, he's just wearing regular leathers. I thought the ice dagger apparated. Yeah. It wasn't an actual thing, was it? The ice dagger he summoned. Well, but he uh, still used it. We killed him and he was holding it. Well, let's sure. strip him down and see. We'll just strip him down and see what he's got on him. Can I, I, detect magic? It's not going to melt, that's for sure. Does he got good, nice boots on him? No, they're just regular. We strip him naked. Okay. Okay. He's you have naked. a naked Cephic cut up. Uh, he's got no, like, Jewelry or anything on him, or uh, he's got a ring on his hand, but doesn't seem arcane oh. in any nature. I'll slip that ring off. Sure, you have a ring that is worth five gold. Oh, okay. Take anything that remotely could be valuable. What about the leather armor that had the, oh. the hint of blue on it? It looks cool. I will. I I remember in last session that you did say the boots were special, not necessarily magical, but um, Maximus, uh, his parents have a, a shop in Waterdeep that is specifically hats and boots, and uh, would be eyeing these boots over to see if they were his size. Does the DM have to do an insight check on you, Jason? No, it's in my backstory. <laughs> What's your uh, parents' uh, place called? The I, I was speaking to the DM. <laughs> oh. I mean, you if you want to like size the boots up to see if they they would fit you. I mean, how tall is how tall is Maximus? Uh, I think it's five eleven. 
six foot, something like that. You think Sephic was probably maybe a little bit taller than you, but I mean, you might have like a little bit of extra cushion in the boot. Like there might be, a, they might be a little bit big, but they might fit. You can wear another pair of socks. Yeah, I'd need another pair of socks, actually. So. Um, this ring, does it have any kind of logos or anything on it? Does um, it look like a serpent or anything like that? Or? No, there's no markings on it at all. It's just oh. a gold ring, and I mean, it It just looks kind of plain. What about the longsword? Uh, I mean, the longsword is clattered to the ground, same with his ice dagger. Does it look nice? So. I mean, it's a long sword with like that has like this. You can feel the cold even emanating off of it. The sword oh. might be worth something for you guys, not for me. Uh, I can use a long sword. I'll sell it, it to you. Be like a great gold. sword for me for seventeen gold. Nah, that's <laughs> not that important to me. I'd prefer a dex weapon. I mean, if nobody's going to pick him up, then Ponto's going to go over and okay, um, lay out some of his tools, and he'll start tinking around with the sword. Yeah, as, and as the, when you pick up the long sword and the dagger, uh, you can see them kind of start to like clarify and crack, and you can see them actually melting back into the snow. They melt right out of your hand. Almost like they were dig through the snow, and it's like that's still seventeen oh. gold, Maximus. I'll <laughs> open up a pouch and I'll take out seventeen gold and I'll offer it over to Smoke. Yeah, it's Ponto. Ponto purchased that. I uh, I'll say no, no, that's yours. What are you guys doing? You've got a naked Sephic sitting in the snow yeah. why don't we just bury him can I uh, do a survival check to gauge how long it would take for the snow to just cover up all the evidence of a battle here yeah I mean you're it wasn't blowing snow but it was like there was snow movement that day I'm digging a hole beside him Smoke, smoke is sitting at one health right yeah. now. He's bleeding like, out. Smoke so. is got like punctures. He's got like frost from the weapon stri- stri- striking okay. around him. I can't. Yeti or Zoko has like a stab wound with icicles forming out the back as well in his back. Zoko, he's hardly even. Hurt. I just take him to the mine. I, uh, I'm going to. Uh, Cast a cure wounds on smoke. Okay. Because, uh, you know, it's almost something that I was right about to do at the end of last session and then we just cut at the end of the battle. So I'll continue that and cast cure wounds. Mm -hmm. If we bury him, I doubt the snow's going to go down for a while, but uh, we could just say, oh, he can't dig in frozen ground. Smoke, that's eight, eight hit points back to you, smoke. So he, Maximus walks over to Smoke and, and kind of says, don't don't worry, buddy. I got you. I got you. And then you see uh, Maximus do this chant and you can see the, his words of encouragement uh, 
kind of go up into the smoke's chest and you can seal the the clavicle wound just kind of back together you can see the arrow kind of just pop out a bit or like his uh stab wound from the dagger i will also arrow, cast like... goodberry you didn't have an arrow suffolk had oh, an arrow damn it i was gonna flex it out of my muscles <laughs> with my plus one it's gonna get stuck in there because you're gonna try too hard <laughs> that's right sucks it in I yeah, if you want to cast you. good berries, go right ahead. Yeah, uh, I don't know how many hit points you need. Here's five good berries. I'm uh, short by eight. Well, oh. I'm going to take one good berry. So Everyone, the other three guys can have a good berry, and then you can have well, four more hit points worth of good berries. Sweet. Everybody has a good berry. Okay. I'm eating mine. So smoke gets six, and you guys all have one? Yeah. That six puts me up to four. I got six? Well, I you got, I got four. You got six. Okay, it makes ten, right? Yeah, it makes ten berries. So she oh, says, six. Oh, thank you. And he opens up a little cool. a little clear box good. with all these little pills in it. <laughs> and he puts his little good berry in there and closes it. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Don't yeah. lose that it one. Has, it has uh, different letters for the days of the week. <laughs> For each of the 10 days. Yep. So, okay. um, what are you can guys we, doing? Can we take a short rest here? I, you can. I mean, you're going to go to the mine outside. You're still like 100 feet away from the mine. Like, the mine is just up ahead. You can see it kind of just the door uh, shape in the hillside. Okay, yeah. so we, we need we to take proof. There. Let's go That's get the mine. Oh, well, you guys got warned that there was kobolds in the mine? But no people there. No, all the miners got left. None, nobody got hurt um, from the kobolds. They, the, the miners left in a hurry. I will carry Sepik. Just housekeeping. I did one rage, I believe, and I used my daunting roar. Yes, you did. You did both of those. Yeah. So you should still have one rage left. One rage left, yeah. So how's everybody doing for spell slots? Maximus I is have out. Zero. Ponto's out. Zoko's out. Quincy's out. Um, I don't think I'm out of spell slots. I used a lot of cantrips. I only have two spell you slots. You did Chaos Bolt. You might have one left. Chill Touch is a cantrip. Yeah, I have one. Yeah. I have one, one first left. level. Yeah. Sounds about right. Okay. Great. I'll follow Zoko to So, the... I mean... Um, Who's picking up Sephic? I am. Okay, can... make a strength check. I uh, I have what else is called powerful build, so I count as one size larger for. Yeah, so the DC goes way. down. Can I just kind of brush some snow over the blood stains everywhere? Uh, yeah, I mean, so when you make the uh, strength check, Zoko, Ooh. make sure to add a D4. Got it. Add a D4. Oh, I got guys. Yeah. Yes. Good. I might get up to 10 if I roll a 4. <laughs> 9. You, you, you're you moving him, but it's not going very well. You might need somebody else to help you pick him up. I can lift. I don't know how I'm, much. But I'm aware, but I mean... After I clean up the blood, maybe it's the cold, up, maybe I'll, it's... I don't know. I'll help uh, Yeti. 
yeah, I mean, between Smoke and Zoko, like you guys are, you guys are moving Sephik. Like Zoko's got him hooked underneath his arms and kind of like carrying the way, and Smoke is picking up his feet and they're walking him a hundred feet into the mine. Um, I would think if uh, that's where you guys are going. His dick is probably right in your face there, Yeti. So I'll take the other end. Since he's naked. Yeah, he's naked. You can have that end. Uh, we can, we can, we can, we can offer him to the kobold. Says meat. Yeah, a friend offering. We need to take some kind of proof back to Metha and Aaron. Uh, I mean, his armor is pretty unique. Yeah, yeah you but doesn't mean he's to... dead. Well, I, I don't don't think some dude that just wears armor all the time is about to take all his armor off and say, "Here, go, 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 take this with." Uh, yeah. All right. I could take off his head right now if you'd like. What was that accent? That was my Wakandan accent. Because it's canon now. Yeah. Now this should be better fine. and better. Um, I, you guys tell me how are you? How are you going to get proof? I mean, we're going to take the. The leather armor, sure. the ring, yeah. the boots. Yep. yep. Everything. Uh, are his cut eyes, off. Are his cut eyes still his... blue? No, they've dulled over. They're okay. very like dark, kind of like brown almost now. I'll cut off one of his fingers, put him in oh. a pouch just in case they can test that somewhere. Maybe okay. you want to cut his dick off too. It's cold outside. It's hard to get a grasp of. Back on the savannah, that was a delicacy. Not <laughs> <laughs> a shrinkage. Yeah. You got to get it at the right time. Okay, so we're uh, approaching the mine now. Yes, wow. yes, you are approaching the mine. Um, Maximus and the miners. Good Lord. <laughs> um, as you guys approach uh the mine you can see uh the entrance to the mine is kind of like an open tunnel kind of with like askew doors a bit um empty carts are parked near the top um next to which a crude wooden sign has been propped up written on the sign in charcoal in very elaborate cursive uh like calligraphy style it says kobolds only written in common what uh, I don't think this looks like cobalt scratch. <laughs> That's what you see. Like, like uh, Quincy, if you walk up to it and you see it, you would swear you're back at work. It looks like some wizard's calligraphy. So, is it a really good handwriting, or is it kind of like a kid? Kid did it. No, it's it's decent pen penmanship. It's readable. It's it's just way more elaborate than you're expecting. It just says kobolds only written on it. Okay. So Quincy has picked up Gnomish and Infernal working with the wizard. Okay. Yeah, it's still in common. I told okay. you that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Um, oh, good. Um, well, what do you think? Let's get some cover. Let's get some yeah. shelter inside. 
get in there and take a rest sure. maybe is there like a door on this mine or is it like yeah just give me a second and i'll load up a page i mean i can sneak in there um or we can just light torches we got yeah, it's always best to put the bard up front you know the healer should always go first well i'm probably the sneakiest of all of us I mean, we. I have torches. Art, are you using Jason's computer today? Apparently so. I'm just trying to use Fog of War on this map, but it doesn't want to work. That's weird. Uh, it's okay. I'll just close my eyes. <laughs> just like when you're driving. Mm-hmm. When you go onto the page uh, toolbar, you can click on the small icon. At the top of the screen, that's where you set fog war. It is set on. Good. Oh. Okay. Just checking. We'll see if this works then. Foundry. Yeah, because we've had so many problems logging into the page. Foundry actually oh just came out with a big update. A few weeks back. Does it work now? It might. I don't know. We gotta try it. <laughs> Can you guys see anything? Probably not. No, no. Dark. Black black screen. Perfect. Dark key. I can though. That's fine. Okay. Um so as you guys come in, you can see seven foot high ceilings. Um as you come in, uh it's kinda like about kind of wandering in there's no light source anywhere in this place um i have dark vision yep so I'll i mean you front. can see are you guys lighting a torch perfect that's great so you kind of like i'll reveal kind of the first bit to you then so that's kind of the first little little bit of the area So you guys come into this room. I should maybe reveal a bit more. I can't control my character. Maybe it's under Becker's. I will fix that. That is what I did. So you guys are coming into this area. You can see tools on the ground. Um, you can see, um, obviously, there's like three different paths from here. Um, Yeah, you see, you see, like you can see stuff, racks holding picks, hammers, um, uh, up against the, on the wall, on little crooks and stuff. Um, the floor is covered with rock dust and tracks are like littered everywhere in this area. Can I equip myself <clears throat> with some rock tools? Oh yeah, you can grab a pick and a hammer. They're just, they're literally sitting on the wall. Anybody who wants one can grab one. Oh, is that what these things are? Okay. Um, that's Maxim what these are? Maximus, is this a great treasure? Yeah, that's what that is. There's like a rack just like covered in with like picks for like obviously mining and like hammers. 
probably some uh, some chisels in there. Quincy's bent over looking at the tracks in the ground. Investigate those tracks. So is that survival or investigate? Uh, uh, survival. I'll help you with that. I'll assist you. Uh, I got a 17. Uh, yeah, I got a 17. Sure, yeah. Or maybe I have to log out. Okay, yeah, so I mean... Um, I'll log out, go back in. Yeah, you can you can see that there's there's human tracks here. Um, there's um, reptile tracks, which are probably the kobolds. Um... And you can also see an odd oh, pair of giant rodent tracks as well. Um, the cobalt or the reptilian tracks kind of are leading into uh, like all three areas. And you can see the, let me make sure I tell you right, which is so the tracks to that go to the right. So there's cobalt tracks everywhere in this area. There's human tracks everywhere, and you can see the giant rodent tracks leading off to your left. Hey guys, before we go any further, why don't we just now that we're in some shelter, just take take um, half an hour, an hour, just like rest up a bit, you know? I think that is a good idea. Well, Maximus, I thought you you had that show that you wanted to rush back to. Shouldn't we finish? Yeah, that's later tonight. I mean, it's really only been an hour, uh, maybe two hours since uh, we left the tavern. Yeah, you knew you had about four hours till your yeah. show, till like the uh, evening rush start kind of started. Yeah, where so you I got time. To be back. We, can, uh, we can rest up here. I think we should rest for eight hours. Uh, just one hour would be fine. I don't need to rest, but I will wait and guard. But I'm going to not waste my torches. going to short rest in this little area? I'm not going to waste my torches, so I'm going back towards the entrance where there's a bit of light and then put my torch out. Well, close the door, man. It's cold out there. You actually can tell that the cabins are actually a little bit warm. It's warmer than it is outside, ironically. And he can fill the hole and <laughs> lock the door. Not quite. It's seven foot ceilings, right? Seven foot ceilings. He ain't he ain't the width to block the whole thing. He ain't that rotund. Nope. So I mean you guys have a body of Sephic in here, um, which is like uh, now thawing um, on the ground. And uh we could leave it outside. Yeah. Leave it outside. Won't stink then. Sure. I will take the body outside. Yeah, you kind of just toss them out. If the torgs come and uh, if the torgs come and visit us uh, looking for their friend, then they might find the body outside. Yeah, well, it took us an hour to get here. So if we only rest for an hour, they might just be there. I'll put the body but like behind a shrub or something though, so it's not like there's, very obvious. There's and no they'd have to here. they'd have to leave right after we yeah. like they won't yeah. come looking for him immediately after we left. No, they're, they're not for gonna, him. 
they, they, if it took an hour to get here, they know it's going to take an hour to get back, so they're going to wait at least two hours. Unless yeah. it was their plan to jump us the whole time. Dun, dun, dun. Which, in which case, they're jumping us anyway. So yeah. we better get a short rest right now. Short rest doesn't do anything for me. Uh, yeah, it does. Because you get to hear another speech of mine. Oh, God. <laughs> I grimace. Uh, or you can wait outside. That's fine. You can stay outside with the body. <laughs> you don't can I, uh, why don't you just do 10 minutes of speech, but I'll just come in for like the last six seconds of it so I can get the hit points? Nope. <laughs> That's not the way it's going to work. It, it recharges <laughs> on a short rest, so I can't I can't just do a 10 minute until after I've had a short rest. What if I wear earplugs? Do I still get the 10 hit points? No. You have to be inspired. Oh, God. Everyone else should run up, roll a constitution check to see how inspired they are. Oh. <laughs> if you fail so what are you doing? Are you, we short resting here? Are we... I'd like to short rest. I will wait for you guys. Oh, Everyone else? Anything from a short rest? Probably not. Ponto's gonna light his candle and he's gonna start making his way a little bit southward. Uh, I'm, not... the on, I'm the only one who's interested in a short rest right okay, now. Okay, we're not resting. I'll, I'll I follow Ponto. Yeah, I'm going with Ponto as well. I'm, I'll, I'll I'm, light my torch. Uh, I yeah, have a torch. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell them I'm not going far. I just I want to, you know, check out a couple of things and. I start my short rest, but I'm Listen, not going to let you go by yourself. Listen there, you young boy. You got to have some adult assistance and some accompaniment in, in, in these dangerous places. A young feller like you shouldn't be wandering off. I, I figure it'll be fine. There's quite the echo in here, and I'll just turn down one of the caverns, and I'll yell, I'm going to cover his mouth. <laughs> uh, smoke roll a dexterity check this is smoke, amazing smoke's 20 feet let's away not from be it. sneak at all yeah let's see what i, I did say here. i was gonna say if, if he's getting up i'm gonna stop my short rest and go follow because i need to accompany yeah. so a dex check so we've got maximus resting at the mouth quincy smoke zoko and ponto are all Taken da down the most right area yep. of the map. Okay. Okay, Smoke, what was your... Uh... So that's a dex check? Yeah, to see how fast you could get to Ponto. Uh, 14. Ponto gets like, hey, is there... And then you Ooh, get love to a Fool of a half. I got his mouth. The world is not done with you yet. Do we hear drums in the deep? No, that would be amazing right now. (laughs) I mean, you you can hear the echo. Hey, is there any? 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 Are the squares on our map here? Are they five foot squares? Or are they? Bigger. I think they're 10-foot squares. Okay. I think. I'm not 100% sure. We'll go with 10-foot from now on. Uh, I think it's easier for our characters, sizing-wise, to go. <laughs> Five-foot. Oh. 
Now we just shrunk. Getting smaller. That's that's fine. So you guys can, if you guys want, you guys can explore down there. I can reveal a bit more area for you. Sure, why not? Bato doesn't even exist. It's so small. <laughs> Bato, let's try to sneak up. We don't want to bring all the these kobolds up to us. Let's go to them. You're gonna sneak. You need to make a sneaking check. I will make a sneak check. I'm so good at sneaking. I'm but sneaking. I have a torch in my hand, so is that disadvantage or no? Fine. Oh, 22. Perfect. Uh, Ponto and his vast sneaking experience has eight. Oh, Jesus. I'm staying close to Ponto. I'll, I'll stick nearby. Quincy, you're going to go down the same path as everybody else, I'm assuming. Oh, I'm going down this way. He's wandering oh, off. Fuck. I'm wandering off. Thanks for going down in front of him. I thought Smoke was like Quincy's buddy. Well, I'm worried about Ponto now. I just... Oh, no focus is off okay and everyone's leaving me i, I can't get a, a short rest here no you've so, been like 10 minutes into resting and uh so as as we've as we've made it a grand total of like 15 feet yes yeah, ponto stops he's starting to look at the walls Crash, seeing if there's any like chisel marks any dig points had zero intention and reassures everybody I am not wandering off in a cave by myself holding his tiny little candle because he doesn't have a torch. That's good. Where'd you guys go? Where'd you That's... guys go? That's good, Ponto. It'd be very bad if you did wander off by yourself. I don't... Okay, I'm going over to Quincy then. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm already quite a ways down this. Uh, 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 like, I, I should be a ways down here by now. Or reveal that much because Quincy, you don't move fast. I mean, and you're carrying a torch in a pitch black mine. That's why I'm carrying the torch. Yeah. So, I mean, you can see around you roughly. Um, Ponto and Smoke, you're stopping right there. Yeti, you doubled back. Maximus, you're just sitting on the ground. I, I'm going to light my own torch. Okay. What are you doing? I, I'm going to follow to this point here okay so so ponto would like at most go to about here and i just want to like one minute i've got my neighbor calling me okay Sorry. come on speaker yep light it up very poor i'm sure he's muted let's go play with my virtual backgrounds again Oh, man. So bad. <laughs> I'm going to keep that for whatever you're DMing next time. I'm oh, that's so there. good. I'm uh, sorry. I about will that, add guys. 10 hit points to every monster that you do. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be worth it. <laughs> so, what you're saying is you're splitting the party? Uh, I'm going uh, to where Quincy, and I'm going to say, Quincy, Quincy, you're going around the wrong. Corridor here. We're, we're on the other one. Because I'm Quincy. assuming he doesn't realize what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, what, what are you guys going down that way for? Well, I don't know. We're following Ponto. He's our leader. Oh, sorry. I mis mis misstepped. No problem at all. Just just let you know. We've got to keep together. 
Yeti, Yeti, do you have um, do you have a piece of rope or like something you can tie tie Quincy off with? I mean, I mean, the party together. This is a a mine, and you know, if we don't follow safety precautions, take this necessary steps, you know, we could get lost or fall or something. I think we should tie tie everyone together. I don't know that we would want to tie Quincy to me because I will be in the front and he will not be should any combat ensue. Well, tie him to me then. Okay, I have a rope. I will tie. Quincy, are you okay with that idea? Or... No, I don't want to be tied to that okay. creep. All right, well, I'm not <laughs> tying anybody that doesn't want to be tied. Man, this guy, we need to get a leash for this guy. Quincy, <laughs> Quincy, you, you can shot collar. My, you can hang on to my tail if you want to. Oh, you're you asking for punishment. You're kidding. <laughs> and this tail comes out from my jacket and kind of swings in front of him. Yeah, you guys are starting to peel off a bit of your, like your winter winter clothing because it's actually kind of like warm in this mine. It's definitely like above zero, which is. A nice change. It's too warm in here, guys. It's beautiful. Uh, is is there anything along the walls that would lead me to believe that there is some unmined gems anywhere around here? Um, I mean, probably there are some unmined oh. gems, but not in this hallway that you see. I'll I'll spend I'll spend like the entire time of a short rest and like go 15, 20 feet down any of the corridors just looking for anything that might make me believe I could dig out a piece of gem. You'll have your, I'll be nice to you, you'll have your opportunity if you explore enough. There well, you go. Down this way? I, I'm, they, they are going to get mad at me and Ma I know that Maximus is going to get upset if I just go and explore this mine. Instead of giving them long rests, so what's, what's down this way here? Quincy, hey, just take, hey. hang on to my tail, Quincy. It's good. It's good. Hey, just hey. hold on there, Quincy. Where's Quincy? <laughs> I will reveal the areas because you have told me that you're you have a torch, so I will gladly reveal those areas. Oh, okay. Ponto, I'm going to go follow Quincy right now because he's going to what's, get lost. You, you guys thought I was going to be the problem. Just hold on, Quincy. Hey, slow down. Let's get back here. Else. Slow down. Quincy, the giant rat was that way. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Look how noisy it is when someone races around a map. Hey, Ray. I'm fine with it. My dick would do that. I'm on board with it. The problem with the uh, roll 20 is you can't use the mouse to move around. That's what makes me so excited about the foundry. So I'll, I'll reveal this party. You can kind of see an open strewn area. Um, just check which part of the map this is. Um, the floor uh, at the east end is a dusty cave five feet higher than the west end. Uh, the rocky ridge separating the two areas, except for slopes in between. Picks and shovels lean against the ridge small gem deposits in the ridge and on the walls of the came cave gleam seductively ponto seductively 
Sounds like the that way PM is he's gonna go back and he's gonna make sure that no, I literally have ahead. this air planned area, this area planned for this already. So, but it just sounds like the DM is trying to lure you in. You're gonna get fucked here. <laughs> it's a mimic wall. Uh, Sefik's body's still frozen outside. You don't know. Sefik's body was outside last you left it. I'm 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 going back to double check as everyone else went into the cavern. That the giant rat tracks went in, and I'm like, that seems like a bad idea. You see Sefik's body still strewn in the snow. Snow starting to like gather in the parts that are higher than the banks. He seems to be unmoving. Quincy, we can all the, the pretty rocks, sir. Quincy, you did the you double poke check. He didn't move. The, the reason why we left him outside was so we could have a short rest inside. If we're not going to short rest inside, we can bring him inside with us. Well, we don't want him to melt and stink. Well, we don't want him melting and stinking if we're having a short rest. But if we're just going to leave him here, then he can stink all he wants. This isn't that strenuous. We're probably still short resting. You definitely are not short resting. <laughs> not we were short resting up you until kind the time of wasted that about Ponto ran half away. Hour, I want to say. I went 15 feet down a hallway, and all of yep. you started losing your shit. I was <laughs> good the whole time. I wasn't even out of torchlight yet. <laughs> Like, so, I mean, then we found out that the grid was 10 feet, so you were 30, 40 feet down the hall. Oh, okay, fair. I mean, <laughs> at the point where the, the 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 gateway or the exit of this place, it's still 60 feet to the end of the tunnel to outside, so. Ponto, there's a whole bunch of gems here that you were looking for. Hey, look at the shinies on the wall over here. They're yeah, you, you see all sorts of <laughs> colors, including pale green, blue, Pink, red, brown, black, all different shades of gems can be seen. I'm going to go. try to grab a colorful one. Just one. I mean, you'd have to mine to get them out of the rock. Oh, they're embedded in there? Mm-hmm. They're very my, strong. My various pickaxes and everything that I grabbed at the door, I'm going to go to anything black or oh. purple. And Sure, yeah. I'll help I mean, uh, Ponto. You know it's probably going to take you a bit of time to do this. So Maximus, if you were a betting man, might be about an hour. See, isn't this going to make a whole pile of noise, though? I could take a short rest while they mine. If Mining they choose to mine. a lot of noise. Well, after 10 minutes, well, let's go. It's not I'm, I'm pretty patient. I tinker a lot. <laughs> I might go quietly. All right. I've had it. Screw those guys. <laughs> They don't want any temporary hit points. They don't get any. You can short rest. I'm just going to keep working. If you guys... I feel great. you guys want to do? I mean, you you can definitely see gem deposits are in this area. It was being worked by the miners. Um, You think if if you spend a bit of time, you probably can get some. No problem. Some extra pay on the side. Look over at Maxis, Maximus with the biggest uh, halfling puppy dog eyes that I can and be like, do we have the time? 
just sort of like gripping onto the pickaxe. Do you want to make a persuasion check? Seems like you want to make a persuasion check. Not not hitting the wall yet. I'm holding my action, waiting for Maximus. Are you making a roll? I'm very persuasive. I hope you know that. Okay, roll. Show me how <laughs> persuasive you are. Um, that is a seven plus zero. <laughs> I throw the pickaxe away. <laughs> I mean, you did want a long rest. You figure... I want you, a short you, rest. You, sorry, you want a short rest. That's correct. Be about an hour if you if he wanted to take some time to see if he could excavate some gems out of the mine. Okay, you guys play in the little kids' playground here while I take a nap. Nap time? Deal. Ting, 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 ting. I'm going to stand guard. Sure, that's a great idea. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can mm-hmm. I look down this way over over this? Oh, I scratched myself. Can look down this way, and then I'll just keep an eye down that direction. Sure. Beside Ponto, working at his rocks. Yeah, you guys take half an hour. Make a strength check. Smoke with advantage. Um, Ponto, make a tinkering check with advantage. What's Quincy doing? Yeah. What is Quincy doing? Oh, that's terrible. With advantage, Gord. I did. As long as we can keep Quincy in this little play place here. 12 12 with advantage. Yikes. Yeah, a nine and a three. Uh. No, no, Quincy, I'm not going to let you get past me. You you got the kids... uh barrier up. Yeah, I got the baby gate up. As long as he stays in this little zone over here. You can make a strength check if you want to get past me. but <laughs> Why don't you go check what's down this way, Quincy? Yeah, there's something shiny over there. Oh, really? Okay. What are you doing here? Oh, not down there. I think they were referring to about here. No, I'll let a pass. He can go through. I'm bored. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Make him strong. Quincy, you might be crazy, but you still know better than to wander off. You're right. in a foreign place. Yes, yes, <laughs> Wait, you would. Quincy, I think I see a pina colada down here. Pina what? <laughs> uh, what was your tinkering check, Ponto? Uh, do I get to use like my intelligence modifier for my yep. tinkering. Yep. Uh, then it would be with proficiency and advantage. Seventeen. Then. Oh, do I get proficiency with athletics? I would hope so, being a barbarian. I don't know. Oh yeah, he, sorry, that was in there. Yeah. He's just very, very weak. With that strength co- score, I'm a weak <laughs> barbarian. Seventeen, you said. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, you. You definitely, you're, you two are like, like you're kind of like undercutting it a bit. 
and and smoke is just hammering on the wall just like all sorts of you bits are flying off and i mean you can hear the impact the boosh, 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 as he's hammering the pick into the wall i'm like a female tennis player just grunting at every every swing <laughs> absolutely his, like, his uh, roar is bigger than his bite I'm casting create bonfire right there. Perfect. Yeah, there's definitely light everywhere flickering around. Um, Ponto, make a D100 roll and same with smoke. D100. Mm-hmm. Ninety-six. Oh yeah, that's oh. diamonds. <laughs> it's either real good or real bad. Sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. Uh, it's a number of kobolds that show up. <laughs> you find you uh, smoke for all the effort that you have hammered into the wall. You think maybe Ponto's maybe onto something a bit better. You find a couple of gems. Uh, greenish bluish uh, purple and you got maybe five gold worth in the backpack five gems five golds of gems yep ponto on the other hand my goodness you should have been a miner you pull an acorn sized tourmaline out he is a flawed he's a little young little young guy a tourmaline, unflawed, jet black, worth a hundred gold. All right, Maximus. Tourmaline. Isn't tourmaline really colorful? Yeah, there's all different colors of them. So, oh. Maximus, you can get a short rest. Roll some hit dice. You can, yeah. You could roll one. I will. <laughs> Can I cast uh, Create Bonfire right beside Maximus at 59 minutes into his rest? Yeah, he's still going to get a short rest. <laughs> so he has to rapidly walk up <laughs> yeah. six, five feet. Because like he's, he kind of stands there just like, it's like, oh, it's so nice. Oh, it's hot. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. And he starts moving away. So you've got your long rest in, you got your short rest in, Maximus. Um, you found some gems. What do you want to do? You know that suffix outside, you've been, you're an hour and a half. So I mean, you guys, it's like an hour and a half plus that's three hours. Maximus, you know it's probably about an hour, hour and a half till you got to be back at the bar. What are you guys doing? You guys can explore farther. You still got Suffolk outside. What are you guys doing? So uh, why don't we um, just head back to the the bar? Uh, you know, I can do my concert, and we can come back and explore the rest of the mines tomorrow. Why don't we stop back? here for an hour if we're going to go back to the bar? Because yeah. um, we want to be rested up, you know, for the concert tonight. There's probably more money here, don't you think, Maximus? 
What do you guys think will happen if they find out we killed a guy? In the town, I mean. Like, is there, uh, is there security guards or are we going to get arrested or? I mean, there is militia in the town, but you know that Torgs isn't part of this town. So the militia, you don't know what they're going to do. I think we could leave him with the Zoko, make a history check for me. Oh, I'm good at this. This, this always works really well. Oh, 14. You think Sephic and Torg's not really liked? Yeah, we've kind of had no care. Sense, eh? All right. Torg's, Torga, on the other hand, she might be pissed. Yeah. But she's not really part of this town. And, and she won't necessarily know right away. Well, she did see us leave with the guy. Yeah. I, I still feel like maybe our best bet is to bring him bring his body with us we get into a fight with a bunch of kobolds we put his body down with all the dead kobolds there's blood everywhere we say he came with us and he got killed in a fight we're injured too right we could say we're all attacked yeah exactly make it look like we all fought together he came with us into the mine and then we all retreat back for the concert yeah, you I could mean, offer her a free concert uh, tonight, Maximus. Torga would; she would know that Sephic was not going in this mine with you guys. But we paid him. Yeah, we paid him extra. You we did. We convinced well, him at the end. Seems like an opportune chance of a persuasion check. She'll want her his gold. That she doesn't pay. know his gold though. She got already got paid ten gold, right? Yeah, and she's she's already got that. Mm-hmm. That was her She shot. definitely has that. Who checked? Quincy checked the body, correct? Yeah, you said that he had 10 gold yeah. on him. He had the 10 gold, a gold ring. I mean, he wears fine leathers, just standard leather armor. Whose 10 gold was it again? Was it Maximus that paid it? It was. Smoke paid. Oh, smoke paid mostly smokes yeah mostly smokes okay, I, i'll get i paid the rest the money back the, the 10 gold yep. back oh, I got there 10 gold? Nope. Yep. There you're you now go. at 11 gold <laughs> as in canon and at least as many hit points things are looking up for smoke hit points are way better yeah <laughs> they are i i think we should go down here and find out where the kitty went kitty I'm right here, Quincy. We we saw we saw the tracks back there, didn't we? Yeah, Quincy, you made the survival check. You know that there's human tracks, cobalt tracks in a giant rodent-sized tracks. Yeah. So based off of Maximus's uh, very, uh, I don't want to say keen mind, but his uh, very organized, I gotta get paid sort of attitude. How much time could we theoretically explore through this cave? After we've been here for nearly an hour and a half already. You guys have like 15 minutes tops and you're gonna be, you're gonna be busting it back. You know, like you're gonna be coming in at sunset like it's the sun's going to be almost down by the time you get there. 
Yeah, but I'm headlining this show, so I don't go on till at least eleven. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go over to Maximus, and I'm gonna cast guidance on myself. I'll say, <laughs> Maximus, here's the thing: we know that the Torg group is gonna be heading to the inn or to the pub to be able to like sort of end out their day. They're yeah. gonna expect that everybody's gonna be coming back. We know that they party there, so we don't want to be coming into the town again before they head over there no let's get back yeah. before if, them no we have to head there after we need to buy them some drinks we need to get some drinks into them and then we work on how to deal with this so we need to be like we need to be a little bit late just just a little bit late yeah i like that it's my style too Yeah, and I can't even be persuasive when he already agrees with me. Yeah, I'm I'm okay being late. There's no problems with that. I still want to be there and put on a good show and get paid, but I'm okay being late. So we got like 40 minutes, right? Oh, sure. Ponto's gone. So do we with all his head speed, just runs away from Maximus. We put the body and slam it down on their table at the bar. Why did you say that we lost him when we were coming back here? We didn't see him afterwards. Tell him that he left. He, he left us at left. the cave. He left us at the cave. We and don't know where. Plan. On our way back, we found his body on the road and we carried it the rest of the way. Well, we could just leave the Bacon. body in the cave. Yeah, let's leave it in the cave. Uh, then maybe the cobalts and the rat will take care of the evidence for us. I like it. So what's your marching order? You guys are all still level one. You have not long rested. Except for me, right? I'm level two? Nope, you're not. I'm all, I'm all healed up almost. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I never took any damage. I'm ready to rock. Okay, guys, before we take off here, uh, there's something oh, I want to say. Now we're going to waste 10 minutes? Yep. Let's we get got, this over with. I mean, we got 45 minutes. Uh, we might as well spend 10 minutes. Because uh, I don't think we should be walking into this cave just uh, without a plan. We gotta have a plan, right? We don't know what's done. How do you make a plan? Well, let just let's just listen to me for a minute. I mean, it might take ten minutes, but just listen to me. I, I've got something to say. Um, you know, if we work as a team, and if you know we get the big guys up front, and, and you know the little guys in the back, and uh, we just. We don't rely on our spells. We just rely on good, hard work. You know, we get some torches. You know, we know what we're up against. We got rats and cobalts, and, and you know, we can do this. We got this. You talk a lot. <laughs> and ponders uh, me and runs towards the front. Yep. Uh... Make them roll. For the hip point. make them roll <laughs> no you know we'll say you take you take 10 minutes you're getting better these speeches are getting better you can all take Ooh. your four temporary hit points go right ahead it's a well use of the feet i'm trying so to make use of it how does that work when i'm uh i'm one short of max so do i get max yeah nope you get four okay. temporary or temporary okay. they're totally separate Here. category yeah i'll go away first though they will go away first. Correct. Ponto, 
you're up at the front, you're racing. Which way are you going? What the way um, If up is north, are you going east or west? I'm going to go west. Okay. I'm just in behind smoke. Actually, while you're there, Ponto at the top, make a perception check. Just in case you might hear something. A natural 20. Yeah. You can hear drip, 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 like there's moisture over the other side. And you can hear water moving as well. It's pretty quiet. But you definitely can hear water moving over from the east side as well. Like sort of sloshing or more of running? More of running. Well, that would have been enticing. I'd go the other way. Okay. You guys can go the other way. Does Quincy hear the water? Yep. I mean... That activates his old man bladder. So he has to stop. Oh god! Okay, good. Make a constitution check, Quincy. You kind of like fighting ahead. it right now. You go ahead. Um, we'll see how strong your urge is. See how strong his stream is. Yeah, yeah. Good, uh, you're fine. You're good. You're following along. You, you're good. You're you're locked in right now. You've got okay. enough to keep going. Ponto, that'd be a good recording for your little box at night to recording its water streams. <laughs> yep. Ooh, good idea. <laughs> um, so as you guys come forward, uh, I'll just reveal the whole area for you. You can see a pretty quick moving amount of water that obviously comes from underground somewhere. Um Ponto, now that you're up front, you and Smoke can both make perception checks. Maximus is going to just keep his eyes on the, the rear of the party and make his perception checks out behind. It's a 10 for Smoke. 19. Um, you see some faint movement off to your right, Ponto. Everybody should roll initiative. What? And just so we're clear, we're all level two now, right? Nope, we're all level one. <laughs> I can't make this more painfully obvious. You have not long rested. Once you long rest, we will all roll dice for hit points and we will level up. Can everyone see the initiative tracker right now with their names on it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Okay, Maximus initiative. I got a five. Five. Yeti got eight. Ponto. Six. Six. Oh, oh we suck. <laughs> oh. Five. Oh, we Jesus. suck. Quincy's in your awesome. Quincy. Seventeen. Seventeen. You're the only yeah. one. Old guy yeah. starts up. Place oh. two more um, in the initiative as well. It just reset the whole thing. Maximus, what's your initiative again? Five. Sorry. Okay, five. Yeti got eight. Okay, those are six. Ponto got six. 
Smoke got five. Make good to get 70. Okay. All right. We're good. Um, so as you guys came around the corner, I will say you, an underground river flows through the far side of the cavern, which is supported by natural stone pillars at the, near the water's edge between you and the ri river are off to the side that Ponto saw some very halfling sized gray rodents with long tails and beady eyes. And they came and rushed to attack you as soon as you notice they did not get a surprise round because you noticed them just as well as they did Ponto. <laughs> yikes uh so i will roll two d20s as well hey smoke it's your natural enemy uh that's perfect so a how many rats are there? Two. Two. Uh, so an 11 and a 7. Rat 1. Yeah. Rat 2. Yeah. 11 and 7. Yeah. Perfect. 7. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. 7. Perfect. That's great. Quincy, you're up first. Where's the second rat? I uh, will put another one out here. Oh, perfect. That is a giant ass rat. That is correct. But Quincy, you're up first. And how far apart are they? I don't know where they actually are. Uh, they both, they're, uh, if I could have control of them, that would be great too. But I don't know how to do that. You should have control. You can control everything. You have to go You're into correct. the token layer. Yeah, I do. So I will... There's one scurrying out of this rocks, and you startled the other one, and they were coming out of the other set of rocks. Okay. Uh, Quincy will mind sliver this one. Perfect. Uh, he needs to make an intelligence save? Yeah. Got 12 plus... Uh, not yeah, very... nope. He doesn't make he does not <laughs> save for that. Nope. Nope. Okay. 12 plus minus three. 12 negative yeah. four. Yep. Yeah. That's right. That's a four. Yeah. He takes a big one damage. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, uh... Are they labeled rat one and light rat two? Oh. I don't know if they are. Okay. No, Okay, the rat one will be the... Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, so rat one will run up to Ponto being the smallest thing that he can see and attack Ponto. He will... Sucks to be you. And bite Ponto with a <laughs> 22 to hit. Uh, yeah, yeah, that hits... <laughs> Ouch. Oh my gosh. Six points damage, Ponto. He clomped oh. onto your arm and like nearly took it off. Rat damage. Do we have rat disease? It's it's max rat damage. <laughs> that rat bastard. You dirty rat. <laughs> and then it's Yeti is up right next after that. Uh, Yeti is going to cast Create Bonfire on Rat 1. Okay. So that is 
uh, a deck save? A deck save, yeah. Minus a d4. Uh, minus a d4. Thank you. Uh, he 14. fails. Okay, good. Oh, wait. 14? Oh, yeah, Here's he fails. DC. It was 10. He definitely had, doesn't have plus four decks. So oh, maximum fails. damage. So eight damage. Eight fire damage. Eight damage. And now, so My that goodness. is a perpetual thing. It lasts for a minute. So Yeah, so... You can see the rat just gets engulfed in flames. The hair goes up. The stench off of him is awful. And he is dead. Oh. Not too tough. Nice. You can leave his corpse there. You've got a smoking rat husk in a bonfire. It's good eating. Cooking. That sounds lovely. I mean, you can see he's... This one looks a little more malnourished. The other guy's a little bit bigger. I'm going to move. He was the really well. hungry one. That's why he got me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I feel better move about up a little bit. You're going to move to in behind everyone? I was already in behind everyone. I'm less in behind everyone now. Uh, the other rat will run forward at smoke and uh, go to bite smoke as well for a 16. That just hits. You're muted, Cord. I am? Yeah, we got, I can't hear him. No, I can't hear him. Either. But he's not he's... actually muted in Zoom. I don't just oh. think he's talking. Hello? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah you now we can hear you. Does yeah. 16 hit? Yes, it does. Uh, you take Four points of rat damage as a rat bites into your leg. Bites into your temporary hit points. Yes. Oh, my temp hit points. Thank you, Max. I always like that Maximus guy. Um, Ponto. You have got this wound profusely bleeding on your arm. Um, and we're we're in 10 foot squares, so it's the other one is still in melee with me. Absolutely. Smoke's right beside you. Kind and, of not uh, in the square. It's close um, enough. Onto in his vast battle experience will panic and run out <laughs> of the square. Out okay, there. The rat will bite at you for. Uh, 14 to hit. Yep, that'll hit. Yikes. Take another six points of rat oh, damage. Jesus. I would be dead. I rolled right. two fours for you. Alright. Uh, and You've got panic, a matching pair on your other hand now. There's the there's the van brace and Pondo looks at it and starts messing around with it and grabs some tools out. And he will cast a lightning lure cantrip. Sure. And it's a strength saving throw. Ah, uh, yes. I know you're. Oh. into the fire. Dragging it 14. through the fire? 14 is yeah. a save. Oh. oh. That was a so good you, idea. You can see that it hits him, but the rat digs in and definitely halts his own movement. Pulling as mightily as I can and just sort of stumble back. And that's my turn. 
Maximus. All right, Maximus hears the commotion behind him. Um, can he? Does he have line of sight? Yeah, I mean, you can see there's a fire going up. Uh, you can see that. Yeah. You okay, definitely I'll, can see I'll just move around. to where I can see him. Yeah. And I'll take out my short bow and I'll shoot him. Me the bag and I'll do the dipping. Okay, he's gonna be. He's gonna have a little bit of cover because Quincy's smack in front of you. Yeah, Quincy is short though. It's a crippled old man. Over, yeah. 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 I'm six feet tall. It's a bit right over halfling sized rat. So. Yep. I mean, you can do what you want. It's right, I'm gonna shoot him. I, I'm sure, a good shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyone. Here we go. I like to roll real dice, so I'm going to roll real dice. That's an 18 plus 5. Absolutely. You, it grazes over Quincy's head and kind of gives him a bit of a hair. You see some of his Quincy's crown haircut fall off. Excellent! My one little hair on the top of yeah, my head. Just goes. a little tung. Yeah. For six Harley points Brown of damage. Moves. Perfect. Yeah. That rat you just thump right into him. He's still kicking and screaming a bit. Smoke. Oh, actually, any bonus action? Sorry, you're a bard. You I am got a bard. Lots of actions. Um, no, I think that's all I'm going to do. Smoke. I'm going to uh, give Ponto and Maximus a nod with those hits, and then I'm going to take my great axe and take a swing at this yeah. big old rat. Yep. Ugh, an eight. The hell? That does not hit. You swing wide and embed your great axe right into the ground beside him. Uh, oh, bonus action. Rage. Yep, you're I'll raging close, now. I'll close my eyes, speak to my ancestors, and ask them for the power, and go into a rage. I sure. probably should have done that before. <laughs> yeah, probably. But oh well. Yeah, that's how barbarians work. Yep. Uh, is that everything for you, Smoke? Uh, that's it. Although I wouldn't have hit him anyways. Yes. Correct. Quincy, we're back up to you. Okay, Quincy's going to uh, cast Chill Touch on this thing. And miss. All right. I'm sure it's got more than a nine armor class. Yes, it does. So the spectral hand that you guys are familiar with goes to grab into the rat and the rat ducks and it just goes over top of his head. Is that everything? Yeah. You move to here. Yeah, dude. If I was to stand right there, would I have advantage on attack with smoke? Uh, uh, if you were... Yep. No, I think so. Okay. Because I can go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. And, and then I will cast Shalele. And then... Uh, do an attack. Oh, net 20. That definitely hits. You clock this thing. That is 12 damage. And, like, you feel his 
skull collapse in and like part of his neck snaps as well as you extinguish this rat. Victory! Nice one. You guys are panting and like after the quick burst of energy you're looking around you're kind of like freaking out and all you can you can see the moisture on top of the tunnel drip 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 and the rush of water behind you. Is it a fast moving river? Uh, it is moving at a pretty good clip. It's going to peer um, in to see if I see What direction fish. is it moving? Uh, from north to south. Uh, let's throw what's-his-face's body in here. Oh, that's a good idea. We have to go back and get it. I'll go back and get it. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go with you. That's a good idea. And that fire that you just cast, we yeah. push the other rat in there and burn him up, too. Make dinner. It only lasts for a minute. I thought it lasts for ten minutes. Uh, one minute. One pretty minute. sure. Let me double check. One minute. Well, you can have rare steaks then. If I can cast it, it's a cantrip, so I can cast it a bunch of times if we want it to. Cast it a little. Like, another time for medium rare. Rest. <laughs> I would times. like a long rest. Two times for I mean, medium rare, three times for well done. Yeah, you might want well done. You don't know what they were eating down here. So I will go get the body. Sure, yeah, you walk back outside. Who's anybody I'm going, going with? with? I'm going with. Everybody coming with? I'm, I'm going to take, uh, sure, I'll take, go a, I'm staying take a couple of seconds, and I'm going to try to, like, chop off one of these rats, uh, like, whole foot. A lucky rat foot? Why don't you take one. the tails? Because I, I want the thing that, uh, like, slashed into me and be like, if there's That'd any question, it. we got attacked. That was the teeth. Yeah. The teeth. Yeah, the yeah. teeth. Well, I'm not going to take the whole head. Just I mean, the teeth. if you took the tail, that'd be a pretty good obvious size. Like, because I mean, like for you, it's like you're grabbing it. It's like the tail, the base of the tail is the like whip. two hands. The rat tail whip. I think I'll make a belt out of one of the tails. You need both tails. So go. Oh, damn it. I'll be fast. Okay, so we're splitting the party so that we can go oh, back I'm, and get I'm, the body. I'm going with. I'm going with. Okay, so everybody will, for the sake of a brevity, uh, will say you guys uh, toss both of the rats into the bonfire, create a new bonfire. You go and walk all the way out. Sephic is still laying naked in the snow. Um, who is carrying all of his gear? Um, Quincy, I think. No. No. Pato <laughs> uh, like... grabbed the swords and then they disappeared. So. I, I just grabbed his... his ring. I took all his clothes off, so I'd probably have. Okay, so Wait, smoke's got smoke. You have a set of like leather armor, actual leather armor that you can add to your inventory and other plain clothes stuff. Um, you guys grab Sephic's body, come back to where you were before. If we take his armor, is there any way for us to hide it so that people don't know we have it? I mean, you can just shove it in your backpack. Okay. Unless somebody is going hunting through your backpack. Uh, for the battle to happen, that was pretty quick. Maybe a couple minutes. Uh, running out another 10, 15 minutes. Grabbing and dragging his body another 20 minutes back. Maybe 
30 minutes, you're kind of, you're kind of getting close to that 40 minute mark that you were talking about Ponto and Maximus. Um, you have Sapphic's body at the edge of the river. What are you guys doing? I'm going to fill my water skin with the water before we dump a body in. And... I mean, the body's going to move. So can we tie rocks to the body? Or do you, you want just... it to float down the stream? Yeah, I mean, we tie some rocks to You can kind of hear some noise at the end a little bit now that you're a bit closer. So you assume it's going maybe somewhere where there's some movement. So what are you guys doing? I just toss the body as is. Yeah, I throw the body. You see a crap cartwheel and like ragdoll in the air and sploosh into the water. And you see him just kind of like float down, 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 and away out of vision. All right, let's uh, let's go back to the town. So if anybody asks, did he die in a fight or? I say we, 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 he was alive when we last saw him. Okay. Yeah. We don't tell him that he's even in the mine. They won't go in the mine to look for him. Okay. I think you better hide his stuff, though. That's what I'm thinking about trying to carry his leather armor around. Might be a bad idea. Why don't you just wrap that up in, like, a blanket or something? It's in my backpack. I mean, you guys have, like, a pack. You could easily put it inside your pack. Yeah. Quincy's idea is a smart one, though. I would wrap it in a bedroll and kind of, like, compress it a bit. What about just keeping the ring? The ring is identifiable, right? Yeah, the ring's in my pocket. Who's we don't gonna... know that it's identifiable. I mean, in terms of like, it looks like something that would be his, right? Instead of keeping yep. the armor? Uh, you know he was a flashy guy. You saw the ring on his hand. You suppose other people probably have as well. I'll throw his clothes in the river. Just let them wash Sure, away. you see them float down and yeah, out of sight as well. I'll roll his leather up in my bedroll in my pack. Sure, yep. So his boots, his shirt, his pants, don't care about his belt, just, just gone, yeah. floating down the river, out of sight, out of mind. All right, so um, we're all rested up. Uh, how's everybody doing? Uh, feeling healthy? Uh, Ponto's bleeding from both of his eyes out of one of the fours. <laughs> I, I don't have any sort of hanging. <laughs> Anyone got any good berries left? Oh, I do have one good berry. That's one hit point, right? Quincy yep. pulls out his little pill case and opens up one of the thingies. And there's you see this old man. All the the pills are rattling in it. And he offers you up the one good berry. Oh, the good berry. There you go. Does it look like the other good berry? Yes, it does. It's four years old. It's not his cholesterol he did not take the cotton ball that was like right beside him. He was like, "Oh, that's the laxative pill." <laughs> Do you check the goodberry for other medication? Is the question? <laughs> yeah, there's a he pill stuffed a pill inside. inside. <laughs> you feed your dog. Oh. My, my on the back. My my Viagra pill. <laughs> your your eyesight clarity suddenly gets better as well as other things start to happen 
Um, <laughs> that's exactly what you're thinking. Um, you guys want to make your way, making your way um, down and out of this cave. Yeah, I think yeah. we should head back for the. Yeah, the I mean, you guys got like an hour, and you've got to hustle to like make it in some semblance of time. I mean, you know that it's straight down the path pretty much, but I mean, it's down. You can see the flickering lights up ahead. It's not like you're going to get lost. Um, Zoko and Maximus, can you both give me a D20 roll for weather? Let's see what happens during the time you have spent in this cave. 19. Perfect. Yeah, the weather is staying the same. You can still see blowing snow that's coming down. It's cold outside. You guys notice the immediate shift in temperature change and like from exiting like the last 20 feet of this cave or mine to the outside. It is cold. Matt, smoke, you are just because it was warm in there. You guys kind of like started to stretch a bit. Zoko, you're like, oh, this is so much better. So much better outside. That's nice here now. Everybody else, it back. is it's cold. The wind is blowing still. It's not I tuck my anything tail spectacular. My yeah. Um, who's leading the troop back down the mountain? I'm good with survival stuff. Yep. yep. So make one with advantage, Zoko, because you know you've traveled here before. Not specifically here, but you know like to how to keep your eyes on the prize, I'll, so I'll to speak. Assist. I'm proficient in survivor. So it's oh, good. Toboggan. Well. It's good yeah. enough. It's not hard. I mean, you can see the path down the, down the hill to the town. The town has torches and lights. So an hour... An hour goes by, uneventful. You guys pass the spot where Torg's merchant group is. They're not there. Assumedly, they've packed up, headed into the Blue Clam. I will move you guys back to... Uh, the big map? No, the ten, ten Towns map. Shit, I wasted a rage there. <laughs> yep, you sure did. On two rats. There were only two rats. Yeah. They, they were beating up Ponto pretty good, though. Okay, you'll learn how to be a barbarian. It's fine. Yeah. So, you guys are starting right here. Um. And um, this would probably be a good time to take a break before we do some crazy stuff of you guys having to lie your way out of some stuff, perhaps. We'll see. Why don't we'll take our break now shortly as we are entering back into <laughs> Tourmaline. See you all in five minutes. Bye. Okay. This episode is sponsored by the Blue Clam. Do you have too much stress in your life and just need to relax? Then come on down to the Blue Clam where they have cold drinks, warm atmosphere and live music. Featuring Maximus and the Miners later this evening. 
And don't forget to sign up for Curl the Dwarf, the Blue Clam. It's where you go to shuck. Uh, so yeah, you guys exit the mine down the hill. I'm assuming we're all ready to go since we're all back. Yeah. We're good. Okay. Um, into Tourmaline and um, yeah, I mean, you can see the little wall outside. The wind is blowing. You can see a couple of the militia guards out front and they can they just wave and as you come in, they they don't expect you any trouble out of you guys. What are you guys doing? Going to the blue clam, right? Yeah. I'm getting my gazoo out. Where's the inn? The east side? Gazoo. Is that the Yeah, the east side is the inn. Uh, you guys haven't been there before. Uh, blue clam is where Maximus has made the agreement. Yeah. Do, to, um, uh, do we all need to go to the blue clam? I think I might just call it for the night. <laughs> well, we're all going to be fighting a dwarf in the Torgs. You think we're not going to fight anything? What are you talking about? Sure. If I slept, I would feel real good in the morning. I can tell you that. Yeah, D. Well, well, let me buy you a drink. We'll sleep after. Okay. All right. You guys want me there? I'm there. I'm there for you. I just know that I can't lie. <laughs> well, just don't talk. Okay. I go with the guys. Okay. Um, about another half hour passes as you guys are wandering through. The wind is coming down off the lake, chilling you guys to the bone. You guys are like, you are having thoughts of that nice warm caravan that you guys were in for the past few days. Oh, it was glorious. You make your way through the streets. Um, Maximus and who's actually leading? I am assuming Maximus is at the front, but I think Zoko was there as well. Yeah, he said Zoko was leading us through the bushes, but if we're in yeah. the city now, I can lead. That's fine. Okay, yeah. Um, Maximus, make a perception check as you guys are walking through the streets. Actually, everybody can. You're all able to hear. Go ahead. Perception 16. 21. Uh, this is a hearing one? Yes. I think I get advantage on that, I think. 20. Advantage on the hearing checks? I don't know. What was that, Ponto? 17. Oh, that one. Smoking a pancake, not one. Okay. Um, so all of you can hear kind of some, a little bit of hustle and bustle through the town. As you guys are getting closer to the docks, you definitely can hear noise coming out of the blue clam because the miners are still there. The fishers are in now. <clears throat> a few of the other trades folk from the town themselves are maybe in in the blue clam as well. Um, you guys are outside of the blue clam. What are you doing? I go in. Yeah, we all go in. Cold. Are, the, hey. are the dog sleds there? Uh, there is no dog sleds in sight, as far as you know. Okay. 
So you pull open the door of the blue clam. The heat is wafting out. You can see that there's tables of people everywhere. You can see Quinn at behind the bar laughing and smiling. Uh, you notice in the one corner there is Torga's group there, Torga and four other guys sitting at the table, eating their meal, having a couple drinks. I mean, everybody's having a good time in this place. This is the most upbeat kind of town that you've seen in a while. As you guys pile in, quickly shut the door behind you. Quinn says, finally, Maximus. Holy crap. What are you doing? You're killing me here. Get up there, man. What are we paying you for? Hey, you, you want another performance? You didn't say I was playing all night. No, but you were supposed to be here like an hour ago. What do you yeah, We never Get set a time. I just said I'd come back later. I said be back here in four hours for Winnie's. You clearly nodded, waved your head, and waltzed your silly ass out that door. Hey, you know, the, the, the weather out there is frightful. You know, like, uh, <laughs> it's not just... The fire is so delightful. <sighs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, Quinn I'll take ushers. The stage. I'll take the stage. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Maximus rolls up to the stage. Uh, what is the rest of the group doing? Quincy's going to get out his kazoo and uh, back up. Okay. Maximus. So Quincy's, Quincy's providing some three dimensional sounds for Maximus up front. Anybody else? Ponto, you had some. Is there a table close to the stage? There is uh, a table close to the stage, yes. I'm, I'm going to get the table closest to the stage where Maximus is standing, and I'm going to lay out some tools, and I'm going to grab my three small cubes, and I'm going to start tinkering. Sure, yeah. Get the, the flashing lights that I saw in my sleep. That That's what, that's what we're doing. Nice, we're, nice. We're, we're going to get some... Some little one-inch cube, five-foot light beams going off. Stage so Maximus is working, just ding, 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 ding. He's like, oh, yeah, just a second, just a second. And you can see him furiously working on these cubes. And you see the spark of light. He's what, like, oh. What, one of them starts one, pulsing. One more, <laughs> one more hammer, and just they all flash up in light. And they just they are pulsing green and blue and red and yellow. And you kind of get the right pattern going that you're wanting Ponto and, and you look up at Maximus is like are you ready? You're ready to do this. I turn all three of them onto onto Maximus. You're angling and they're shooting up in the air and you can see the everyone in the crowd is like are we back in town? Are we back in the big city? I haven't seen stuff like this in years. Maximus, you can see the pent up emotion of the crowd wanting a good performance yeah and you walk up to the stage and what are you doing well i feel like i've already got background music happening here um <laughs> wasn't ariana grande finishes her set yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i missed out on a good one <laughs> she's she's got a little metal since so uh I take this stage and um, even before I get my instrument out, I, I like, uh, I, I 
quiet the crowd down and I, I, I approach them and I say, now this is the story all about how my life got flipped turned upside down. <laughs> I, you need to keep going. I want to see how far we can take this without <laughs> screwing it up royally. Yeah, without paying all the royalties. Uh-huh. So uh, you can see here a few few of the people in the back. They're like, "Oh, it's that Maximus guy, Maximus, Maximus!" As they're going and chanting, make your uh, performance check with advantage from the lights. Will <laughs> <laughs> Smith in the background. Uh, that's a nineteen. And the crowd is like getting jazzed up and you're like, you're just going freestyle or are you playing an instrument with this? Yeah. Um, you obviously have Quincy a tambourine is by the sound with, of it. Yeah. Oh. Quincy's backing me up with the kazoo. Yeah. And I got the lights. I think I'm just freestyling right now. Yeah. And, and your rendition of this song is amazing. The crowd is loving it. And Quinn is just like, why did I doubt this guy? Why did I doubt? Why was there any doubt? This is amazing. And the crowd is going crazy. People are starting to buy more drinks. They're definitely spending time there. They're having a fantastic evening. Um, even you can see kind of Torg's men. They're kind of like bopping their head and they're kind of like, well, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. You can just Torg, her face is just stonewall. There's just staring at you guys. Not impressed. No. If you get the feeling if looks could kill, y'all might be dead. Hey, somebody should go over and ask uh, where Sephik is. Somebody Ponto. Good charisma. Ponto, go yeah, over don't and worry, ask I where got Sephik this. Is. Oh, shit. <laughs> I reach for Ponto. <laughs> Ponto, you can't go because you've got a whole of these lights. I'm, 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 working, I'm working the stage lights. I'm, oh, okay. I'm rearranging them every so often to really give that good, uh, good Metallica light show. I look at yeah. Smoke, and then I look over at Quincy, and then I look over at Smoke, and then I look over at Quincy. <laughs> I think Quincy's your guy. Uh, I don't say anything. I just Okay. Stop. I mean, it's up to Quincy hey, what he Quincy does. So we don't have to say anything. Um, you're Maximus. You're halfway through your set. Uh, you kind of wave to the crowd. You're like, "Thank you, thank you." And what are you saying as you halfway finish through the through the, your set? You're going to go up for another rendition halfway through because you're going to make all of the money now. Yeah. You need another you song. Like, you need another roll. No, no, I don't need another roll. You're you're finishing this half of your set. You need to take a break. You're going to address the crowd and say, say what? How are I'm you going to tell them you need a break? I'm going to say, uh, th thanks, everyone. I uh, appreciate uh, tip your servers. That's Maximus and the Miners. Maximus and the Miners. Yeah. And I, I, I tinker with the cubes a little bit, and the light sort of refracts, and it says Maximus and the Miners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It technically, like has, make you... it technically has to be on a surface, but I, I can do it. Okay, on the, on sure. The... On, the, on the ceiling, it says Maximus and the Miners. Or in the, the wall behind me. Or that, yeah. 
and, and you, the crowd is applauding and you can hear Maximus and the miners and everybody's cheering and Torga, Torga is just she's deadpan pissed off she's like where's Sephic she, if you feel that the looks she is thinking that something's gone awfully wrong he hasn't showed up you guys showed up put on your show Maximus comes back uh, Quinn Caskrow, uh runs up to you guys like oh thanks guys you know, amazing show Maximus looks at you Ponto I didn't even know that was possible like amazing what a professional show you guys hey, amazing Maximus it's, in the mind it's worth waiting you know so like good. I mean I only wish we could have started at the same time so we could have had more of this yeah well you drops know. off a, a, a mead for you Maximus because you've been singing and freestyling up top um and uh you definitely are she's like i will eight gold if once you're done your next set and and no problems uh she brings out meals for the table it's all covered um if you guys want to drink i mean it's it's a silver a piece but food no problem I'll, I'll get you guys set up and they've got a stew rolling again um some some hot mead some cider of sort of some like a hot uh christmasy cider rolling um that is brewed right now kind of warming warming your bellies as you're drinking um what do you guys want to talk about while uh, maximus is taking his little break between sets i mean torg torga is still she's just eyeballing your group She's not happy. She looks pissed off. You think I should go over and talk to her? Uh, I guess so. She doesn't look happy. Okay. I'll uh, I'll approach the table. I'm gonna turn my chair. Maximus, so before you go, do you think we should in. buy the group of them some drinks and thank them for lending yeah. us Sephic for the afternoon and for Sephic services? Well, you could talk to the bartender. I mean, you're the one with all the money now. Got it. I'll go track down Quinn, and I will do just that. Yeah, you you approach Quinn, and yeah, no problem. It's four silver, or if you want one drink for every. It's five silver. So I mean, if you got a gold, I can I can give you two rounds, no problem. I'll open up my pouch and grab a gold piece out and. Toss yeah, over and she, she one quickly, more. And thank you so much for the, the time. ten drinks and like has it's like do you want do you want to deliver it as well or sh I mean I can do it, it's no well, problem I, I I can take a couple I'm gonna go over and chat with them with Maximus and I'll grab yeah. a couple you grab a couple she he comes with the rest of them as he as he's walking forward so Quinn's walking up to your table and and you know I dropping you. No, they're not for you guys. They're for oh, them. No, no, we're we're oh, we're gonna go okay, over yeah. and thank yeah, the he, thank the tour guys. Sorry, follows, follows Ponto and drops them yeah. off. And he's like, oh, here here guys, you know, thanks for thanks for coming and selling your wares. And you know, we're all happy. This is uh, from uh, Maximus and the Miners. Uh, great show tonight. You know, we're all super happy he's here. And, and the four guys is like, yeah, he's he's doing great. And Tor Torga, she's she's just sitting there, spits on the floor, meh seen better 
the the goal was to get there right at the same time that maximus was heading over so yeah maximus got up and walked over to the table kind of like <clears throat> walked over uh, with you guys almost at the same time the drinks and... uh i've got this drink here um for sefik where's sefik uh he was such a good help to us and we thought we would meet up with him down here yeah that's what uh, I, was I didn't wondering. see him in the crowd where is he yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Last time I saw, he went off with you. Well, he took us up to the mine, and uh, then we split ways. And well, you know, we thought he would we would see him here tonight. She raises an, an eyebrow, looks you up and down, make a deception check. I want to. Tap Maximus as indiscreetly as I can and cast guidance. Okay, you slap Maximus's ass and he goes, hoo hoo, uh, and Ooh. gets guidance. 13. <laughs> With guidance? With guidance. She's looking you up and down. Torga's been around. You're unsure if she believed your misdirection well um i i can't step away i mean i got another set to good to do but to enjoy the beers she she stands up maximus and she's she's a dwarf but she is she's solid she kind of like stands up looks you in the eye and grabs your collar and pulls you down and you just Yank straight to her face. Try stand up. We'll be seeing you around. Mark my words, boy. And she throws you off and stands up and nods to her men, and they're all like, Yep, we're going, boss. Walks out. You okay, the Maximus? Look up to Maximus. That seemed to have went well. Did they drink any of the drinks, or nope? They just left. They're them? all sitting on the table. Uh, I'll take. I'll Let's take two of you. them back. I'll take two. <laughs> <laughs> you get the feeling you have probably made an enemy at this point. Hmm. Well, it's not going to stop the show. The show must go on. Absolutely. Yeah, Quinn's standing there and sees this and he's like, uh, guys, everything good? Um, yeah, no he, problem. You didn't piss her off, did you? Yeah, she was pissed off to start with. I mean, that's not tr- untrue, but you didn't have any... I, I don't... I don't want to know. I don't want to plausible deniability. He's like, ah, uh, nope, nope. And he like finished the drinks. He's like, throw on the table. See you guys. Thanks. Back behind the bar. Well, I'll go up and take the stage again. And uh, this time, uh, I'm going to. <laughs> what? See, that I've got Bong. a list of songs prepared, but Bong. now Bong. you're Bong. going Oops. Let him go. Oh, no. It's perfect. 
Yeah. You can hear the chime of the bell in the background as the the town bell is crying for the end of the night almost as Maximus takes to the stage. And you can hear the ah Maximus and the miners. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll take to the stage and uh, I'll sing another song. Except uh, my song's going to sound a little something different. It's going to be, everything is going to be all right. Rock-a-bye. Rock-a-bye. You can roll with advantage because you still got Ponto's light show going with you again. Okay, that's a 10. With advantage? Yeah. Ooh. Something with the maybe, maybe Torga shook you. Yeah, I'm off my game, my nerves. Tor- Torga got to you. Yeah. You're, you're like, I, everything's going to be okay. And you're kind of like looking behind you as you're playing your guitar. And the lights are kind of like out of sync a bit. And they're like, ah, it's all right. We're all half drinking anyways. It's, it's, it's like when you bring the good wine out first and then you kind of bring the shitty wine out because you can't taste the difference anyways by now. It's still good. It's still fine. It's not as good as the beginning. And Quinn is just like, oh, yeah, it's all right. Whatever. Everybody's still buying drinks. Quinn's having a great, he's, he's making a good night amount here. Uh, uh, you got you finish your song, and uh, you're getting off stage again. Do you exit the same way? You're going to thank everybody. Yeah, and I'm going to go and talk to Quinn. Uh, everybody's cheers, ah, Maximus and the Miners. Thanks so much. And uh, everybody's stomping their foot and banging their cups on the tables. You know, thanking you and maybe wanting one more song, maybe a little later. If you'll go up, Quinn, uh, you approach Quinn and Quinn's like, you know what? I, I got to say, uh, Maximus, it's, it's been, it's been a while since like at least a year since we've maybe t- a year and a half since we've had anybody of your caliber really. Well, you know what, what would um, really go a long that. way for me is if you would uh, just sign this paper here um, telling my, employer um what what a experience you had it's a comment card that you can just fill out uh what does this comment card look like maximus well uh it's just a blank piece of paper that i have filled out at the top to be like um maximus the miners uh icewind dale tour stop number one turlemaine uh yeah actually this will be stop number two we already played at targos you did. Yeah, that's true. So stop, so stop one, one Targos on, on the, on the tour. <laughs> this is turning into a tour. It's definitely a tour. I mean, <laughs> awesome. you didn't realize this, but that was my drive behind coming all the way up north here. Like Icewind Dale, who comes up here? But I'm here on a tour Yeah, um, that will lead uh, to uh, East Haven. The East Haven, yep, that's where you, you want to go. go. Last? 
well, whether that's the final stop or that's a stop along the way, that's where I'm hoping to meet up with, uh, what's the name of it? The, the traveling bards uh, guild. Yeah. Uh, the, the leader of the guild has a, You're has a mansion to go to in the, East Haven. To the, the, in East, East Haven is a pretty big town that Zoko knows of. And uh, he knows that, like, it's a pretty big place. You know of the the tavern you need to go, and uh, you need to impress somebody in the tavern as well, Maximus. So um, we'll let that slide off into the mystery as when we approach approach East Haven to flush that out for you. Uh, but yeah, Quinn grabs uh, the quill behind the dink, uh, the bar, and uh, scratches his uh, Quinn Casperow, just prints his name, no signature. Um, Maximus and the Minus started off great, uh, ended uh, with medi- mediocre, uh, really engages crowds well, uh, really brought the atmosphere to get alive for the crowd. Uh, uh the pub or tavern did well uh appreciative of his services and uh thanks uh it's like is i hope that's what you were looking for passes it over uh reaches over the bar unlocks stuff you see a pouch come out and drops it off he's like thanks so much for here's uh the rest of your eight gold appreciate all of your uh services tonight maximus yes thank you thank you very much I mean, uh, thank you, he, thank you, thank you very much. He, he waves you off, and uh, and uh, you turn around and go back to your party at the table. Um, they've been drinking. They're at least everybody's had three pints of the mead or cider, uh, and um, you guys have eaten. You guys are warm. You guys are tired. It has been a long day. You have hiked for three and a half hours you had your battle up with Sephic up at the top of the mine you battled some rats you are exhausted it's kind of starting to sink in let's go uh to the inn then east Haven. you guys know where the inn is yeah we passed it on the way out of town yeah the east side on the east side yeah i mean i Yes, I might give you, you have enough drinks of us. I'm sure we'll find it. <laughs> what could go wrong? What could go that? wrong? You're stumbling around Says outside the in the dark. Three pints in. In the minus 30 Celsius or whatever. <laughs> Negative 40. You are all warm. In fact, when you go outside, you kind of like don't bundle up as much because you kind of got that. Oh, shit. That strong man's drink going on. You're, you're sweating a bit. Oh, that, this will be fine. Let's do it. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, you guys, Quinn waves to you, says, thanks for everything. You guys all exit uh, the blue clam, and you're like the east. And you're staring at the water, and you're like, the east is that way. And you all turn around and head back the right way. You guys making making winding through streets how are you which path are you taking the stumbliest path possible the most direct path that you guys think you're going 
Um, I vote south to get to the east side, gentlemen. <laughs> south straight into the lake. We go, we go a bit this way, and then we go a bit this way. We go a bit this way. Okay, we should get a boat. A boat. Um, yes. Drinking and boating is not permitted. I want to go wrong on the water. <laughs> well, that tasted a lot better than the uh, goat's milk I used to have. Um, you guys exit the blue clam, stumble your way through, kind of weaving between buildings. Zoko, I feel like you would be the most sensible at this choice. You should definitely make a survival check. Okay. Ponto the DC will go up because you are... Ponto would be knocking on some doors. Hello? Is this the east side? You don't hear any response. They just You just hear people yelling, go away. Oh, you have you. a feeling that people in proximity of the blue clam kind of pissed off. <laughs> I got a 19 on my survival. You at least are heading east. Wandering through about a half hour passes. You guys are definitely getting east. Yeah, I'm going to say you guys make it to here. We've been You're like which way is it again? We know that if we head all the way east, it's the farthest building, right? Because we walk faster. You know that that the east, the east side tavern is on the east side of the building, um, or your of the town. Um, so I would like be willing to check like this building, this building, and this building, and this building. I mean, you could always stop the one or two people you pass by as well. Sure, yeah, yeah. We're looking for an inn, sir. Huh? In. Go down this road and then head up, up. And you kind of hear just point, he just points you down and then just just go up. You'll see it. I, I, I do be a the big one. yawn as I pass the people. He's just big mandibles just open wide. Just uh, a big yawn right in front of him. And this huge yeah. cloud of like warmth and heat comes out. You guys make your way through the streets winding. Um, everyone should make a constitution check by now. Or save, let's call it. Nine. That's how you do it. 20 23. One plus five, six. <laughs> Ooh. Twelve. Well... Maximus and Zoko, you guys, oh no, it was Maximus and Smoke who rolled well. You guys, yeah, you're still you're still radiating that heat that you've got inside you. Zoko, you're you're starting to get cold for some reason. It's it's very it's, strange for you. You know how Quincy had to go pee in the mine? Yeah. You, uh, well he finally did go pee, but he didn't tell anybody just, uh, and now it's freezing. Perfect. Oh, yep, that's what that's happened. Pants. Frozen pants. Yeah, he's, just, <laughs> he's walking and his robe is just kind of crunchy. I was going to pick him up, but after sniffing, I'm like... Mm. Uh, Ponto, you're, you're, you're starting to get really cold again. You can kind of like that sweat is starting to freeze to you and you're 
shivering and as you guys make it maybe, into the east. maybe put the hood back up and definitely a little colder right, yeah. okay. it I was warm for up. a little bit I put my arm up for Quincy to hang on to I'll go at his pace yeah um, you come up to the east side um, from the outside it looks like a separate like you can see a single structure kind of protruding up it's um, quite nice quite plain nice beam structures on the front you open the door as the heat escapes you can see a human woman behind the counter um, probably 18 maybe 19 spindly um, and uh, she she says oh oh hi welcome welcome uh, welcome to the east side um, need I'm assuming you need rooms especially at this hour might and she kind of runs up to Ponto. She's like, oh my gosh, sir. And she kind of like starts to like pat you down as you can see bits of frost trying to grow into your hair. And you can see your ears are definitely bluish. It's okay. Quincy, it's stopping him from bleeding. That's true. Uh, Quincy, definitely the same for you, but a little more hidden. And she kind of puzzles and looks as like the weird frozen outfit you're wearing just kind of seems really strange she's like oh oh i'm so sorry sir just please come in by the fire come in by the fire and and um she ushers you in and, and says i i'm assuming you'll need nights rooms for the nights yes How many rooms please. and a yeah. bucket is, is it charged by room or charged by the head uh it's by the room sir yes thanks uh, i i'm marta uh your name is we just uh, were traveling we're with a Marta. Maximus and the Miners. Oh, you were traveling with a Metha. Oh, Metha. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Okay. This is Marta. Uh, Maximus and the Miners. Oh, hey, you're the guys in the, the Blue Clam. I heard about you tonight. We had a few people there. Oh, always nice to have a good, well-behaved bard. Um, so how many rooms do you guys need? Well, how many beds per room? Uh, it's two beds, normal. Okay, so uh, we'll need four rooms. Four? Yeah, I four? get my own room. So it's What's two beds paper? per room, so one for Smoke and Zoko, one for Ponto and Quincy, and one for Maximus. Quincy, you could stay with Maximus. Is that how, how you'd like to room? split it up? Oh, so it's uh, three rooms. How much is a room? Uh, it's a gold per night for per room. Oh well, then we all get separate rooms. It's fine. I'll pay you gold. guys tell me. I'll no, pay this gold. can come out of the party gold. I just got paid, and I said I would share it amongst everyone. All right. Well, I'll, how much did you, how much I'll turn. I'll turn over the uh, five gold. gold. Five gold. Five gold. And uh, uh, yeah, Marta takes the the gold and um, she's like, "Oh, thanks!" And she's like, grabs the keys behind the desk and she's like, uh, "We still got more rooms. Um, everybody, uh, follow me." She's like, and she's like, starting starting to walk, and you can see the floor kind of descends down, and 
you see this spiraling network underneath that kind of spreads out from this main room and what you can assume is you're looking down the hallways it's like oh this place is actually pretty big it, the network of rooms coming off of the two lines are all under underground rooms and they're all connected to this one main room Martha. that is uh east the east side Martha. uh y- yes uh, your like name that. is my name is smoke oh nice to meet you smoke nice to meet you i would like to give you one extra gold piece and this is for our privacy we want to make sure nobody asks which rooms are ours. Oh. Come now, that's fine. Yeah, I will. I, my lips are sealed, I promise. I hand her an extra gold. And she pockets the gold. And uh, obviously she's collected the gold, locked the gold at the main desk. And take the gold, put it in her pocket. And, and she leads you down the rooms and... Uh, you can hear like she's just humming kind of like a tune of herself because she, she's heard about Maximus and the miners and and you're singing and she's humming along and uh, she uh, ushers your guises to your rooms. Your guys are in rooms uh, six, seven, and eight and nine. Yeah, you're good. Had to count. Um, <laughs> so you guys in those rooms. Um, she uh, she hands you your keys. Five rooms, right? Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Five rooms. Five rooms. Perfect. Thank you so much. She she waves. She's like, well, lovely. Uh, breakfast is till about, you know, a little bit in the morning. But um, you'll hear the bell go off when uh, it starts for breakfast. Uh, we'll see you all in the morning. Thank, Thank you. you. Safe travels. Hope you sleep well. And she kind of like hums away as she's... Uh, She's just uh, walking back to the front desk. You can Made see she's off. she's running she's running around. Uh, she is uh, grabbing uh, little bits of things, cleaning stuff, and and you can see that she is uh, she is just she's having a good time. She's this she's been doing this a while. You can tell because she's kind of she knows, which is you can when you guys are walking down, you can see like little wood oak wood pieces and wood furniture it's quite nice it's actually well decorated little lamp lights are in the hallways burning very slowly with a little bit of oil I'm you all gonna, go into your separate rooms i'm still gonna go into quincy's room once he's in there okay yeah and uh, make sure there's a bucket yeah there's every room has a bucket uh every room has a bucket of uh water quincy's ring in his <laughs> oh. over the bucket yeah every room has a has two buckets one with hot water that's already hot in it it's perpetually warmed by whatever underground source or magic that you know of and the other bucket is cold water and you can see that there's like there's like uh, an area to wash yourself if you want and uh, the bathroom is down at the end of the hall if you need to go each room is locked with a key um, you assume just for privacy. If somebody really wanted in, they could probably just kick down the door. I, uh, I'm going to tell everybody before I go to bed, I'm putting my hunting trap in front of my door. Don't yeah. lock in my room. I'm, I'm putting my bed against the door. Or the second bed. And locking the door. 
Okay. So yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys are Quincy's all betting down for cap the night. One. I'm actually, yep. I'm actually just tossing and turning. I'm like, I gotta, I'm gonna go into Quincy's room and sleep in the second bed and put, push that against <laughs> the door. So you knock on the door. Yeah. Quincy. Oh, it's, it's a pussy call. <laughs> Seen. <laughs> not gonna say anything that pops in my mind right now. I'll leave I it alone. I gotta say, man, I didn't like the way it ended there in the bar, so I'm just going to push this bed up against your door and I'm gonna sleep in here with you today, Quincy. Please don't pee on me. And I'll move the bucket to the other end of the room. Alright, yeah, you push the bucket away. And I show it to him where it is. You, you do know there's a bathroom at the end of the hall, right? Uh, sure, you could hold it or use the bucket. Okay. Or just wake, wake me up and I'll move the bed. Okay. Alright. You bed down for the evening. Anybody doing anything during the evening? Sleeping. I'll wake smoke up about three times in the night. Oh. Perfect. I'll drag the bed open and open the door. I'll wait in the door, making sure, looking down the hallway, that watch him go into the bathroom. Yeah. Wait for him. It's quiet. Comes back in, push it against the door. <laughs> go to sleep. Maximus, Ponto, anything during the night? Maximus is going to um, take the paper that he has, uh, his new customer comment card, and he's going to sign uh, the name of the mayor that he that he is copying the signature from the mayor to authenticate the customer comment card. Mm. Make a performance check. Actually, make a constitution check first. Let's see how tipsy you are. I was like 23 just a second ago. Okay, now I'm six. I'm 16 plus three is 19. Perfect. You're still got your wits about you. You're kind of coming down a bit, and now make a performance check. 16. Um. You kind of like have a different scrap piece of paper, and you're 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 scribbling and scrawling it out, and you're like you're you're remembering the shape and the sizes, and I've got it copied down. Yeah, I know, and you're you're trying to like recreate that just okay. the fluidity of it. Yep, yep. Instead yep. of like trying to write every letter, because you know that if you do one letter at a time, it's going to look like shit. Because you got to go all at once. Confidence is key. And I have never forged anybody's signature. I have no idea what I'm talking about at all. Um, we should ask Ponto about his vast experience <laughs> in forging documents. Uh, the idea is the idea is that it looks official, mm -hmm. I, I, and I it's it's for eventually when I present it to the yeah the Bard Masters Guild. For. Yeah, I know what you're going for. Yeah. So I mean, you look, you know it. It looks decent enough. It looks legit. There's no 
stops or halts or anything you you practiced and and you've got it down it's signed Oris Mastu as well Ponto anything during the night um not in a room with anybody so, so nobody knows but I would nope. uh do we're, my, we're gonna do my regular tinkering. Um, you you would be able to to see the light from the various cubes as Ponto's just sort of tapping on the lights and the Maximus and the miners just hitting up on the wall and just sort of going through the whole motions and takes off the van brace and puts it to the side and takes his wrench and a couple of the other tools and starts messing around with it a little bit more stuff that you guys have seen yep. the entire time traveling with him but just sort of the the regular frantic tinkering around with things always mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you guys bed down for the night it is so nice to sleep in a real bed you guys it is cozy it is warm it is comfortable Quincy, you just sink in and every time it just gets better and just oh, such a good sleep. Maximus, Ponto, you guys are passed out after done all of that other... Zoko is laying there. Smoke is curled up in the... You can see him, he's kind of stretched out because he's warm as well. You all get the benefits of a Beautiful long rest, and you level up to level two. In this time, we will take the moment to roll some hit dice to add to the total. Oh, right. Microphone. <laughs> you manually manage your hit points in D&D Beyond. I don't know. Uh... If you like, kick, click on your like character page. There is a manage level, and it will like bump you into the levels. And then there's a manage HP right at the top. Oh, manage HP. Okay, there we go. Everybody. Oh, I see. Yeah. Roll your hit points. Okay. Well done, Ponto. I don't know what's used. I don't know if you rolled a six, D six or not. It's it's a D eight. That's still good. Maximus, what are you rolling? Roll the oh, five. Yes. Nice on a I D8 can add as my well. Constitution. Yes, right. everybody runs, adds their constitution as well. I'm up eight. Ooh, I rolled a seven. Well done. I got a Smoke. 10 plus four, 14. Ooh, juicy barbarian hit <laughs> points. Can't Quincy damage, with a D6. I rolled a two. Yeah, two. Better than a one. Twice as good. That's the worst thing you can roll. That is literally, I mean, it's it's good and bad. I mean, you can get smokes D12 and get 10 on it and get lots. It'll be fine. Okay, so you guys. So how do I add that? Everyone's uh, temporary hit points go away. Yes, everybody's temporary uh, hit points. So you guys so, wake so up. How do you do the override? You just just to type in your override. Yeah, just override it. Okay. Just 
just make sure you write it in your notes somewhere. Um, I will take down everybody's maximum HPs for level two right now. What, Ponto? Uh, Ponto's max is 19. Ooh. Quincy? 14. Maximus? 19. Doko? Twenty-one and smoke thirty. Oh, holy Anna! Wow, that is some juicy almost, hit points I on that. Barbarian. Doubled my hit points right there. Jeez, well done, guys. So you guys wake up to a new day. It is well. We'll find out what the weather looks like when you guys get outside. <laughs> uh, when we roll 2d20s yep exactly and we'll figure out maybe you guys will figure out how the weather works by the end of this season let's call it um, Marta is uh, running up and down she's super busy this morning she's like oh good morning morning and she can see her she's hauling food back and forth and she's like oh and she stops she's like oh you're new here um if you come down this way, uh, down into the main area and around the corner to the left, you'll see kind of like an open area. There's some food there. Grab some food, whatever you need. It's part of the one gold. And she thanks you for, for you guys and hauls off again. And uh, I, I feel like Maximus would probably sleep in because that's kind of his his normal thing. But Zoko's probably up first. Same with uh, Smoke and Quincy, uh, Ponto, I don't know. Do you, are you a sleeper inner person or are you kind of like... No, Ponto probably would have been up for a couple hours just tinkering already. Mm-hmm. So you guys get up, uh, bang on Maximus's door, you hear it, Maximus. You're kind of like, ah. I'm up, I'm up. Okay. You wait there for a few minutes and bang on the door. Maximus, get up! And you can see the doors rattling and shaking from Smoker Zoko pounding on it. You kind of stretch a second more and you slowly walk over and you open the door. You're like, yeah, I'm I'm awake. I'm awake. And you're like, we're going to get food. Are you coming? Maximus will... Um... Change into a different outfit that he was wearing. He'll have like, cool. yeah. He'll have his uh, his leather armor on underneath, but he'll have like different shirt. Yeah. yeah, Quincy, you're you run you like cleaned up your robe and you were hanging it overnight. It's dry. I I would have uh, hung that up and scrubbed it before yeah. I went to bed. I mean, it's clean as you can get it with some at least good hot water and cold water. You can. At least clean it up decently. Um, you guys uh, walk out to grab some food. Um, you can hear Marta. She's kind of humming and singing a little bit as well. Um, you catch bits and pieces of it. And you something about winter's wind, a woman, icy lake. It's gibberish, really. She's kind of just humming and singing. It's bits and pieces as you guys are walking. And uh, you go up to grab some food. Um, are you guys going to sit down and eat there or just take it back to your rooms? Or no, I want to eat in the common room. 
Oh yeah. You can, you can take a table and, and uh, just sit down and grab a bit of the food. It's nothing special. It's just a bit of bread, some cheese and water. There is coffee. I will not let my rural world go without coffee. So yeah, I feel really good this morning. How about you? Yeah, very good. Very good. Slept well. Yeah. I feel like a bear. Never felt this way before. You're ba- you could barely contain your excitement. Barely. Barely. And you're not lying. <laughs> I had a pussy call last night. <laughs> Everybody kind of just turns and looks at you. What? Quincy, we talked about this. Um, I'd like to go and talk with uh, Martha. Marta? Yeah. And uh, I'll be like, oh, did you catch the performance last night? No, no, I, I didn't. Um, but I, I, we did have a few guests say something about it. They said you were quite good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I heard uh, heard you singing a little bit there. Are, are you a songwriter? No, I was... I was just singing some some old folks tale that uh, I've heard around for years and years. Oh, really? Uh, can you sing me a few bars? Uh, maybe I could uh, hear. She, she kind of blushes and she's like, okay. You hear, um, <clears throat> she got <clears throat> ahead of winter's wind, she came, the lonely woman with no name, draped in fur lined cloak of red, to the icy lake she fled. The wind pursued her all the same as sure as night she's dead. And it kind of just goes again ahead of winter's wind. She came, the lovely woman with no name, draped in fur-lined cloaks of red to the icy lake she fled. The wind pursued her all the same as sure as night she's dead. And she's like, it's just, just a little... I well, that sounded awesome. She's, it's she, just a little silly thing. I, I And she's embarrassed a bit. And she's like, it's just a silly old rhyme that we sing about it. So, And is it something that you grew up singing? Like your parents sang to you? I, there, there is a bit of history behind it. Uh, I, I can I can catch you a bit later. I've got, I've got lots to do here. I'm sorry. I, I usually have a bit of help. My, my dad's not so great um you used to fish on the lake but you know as you can see the lake's frozen so I, i'm sorry uh, just give me give me a few minutes and 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 i'll, I'll come back i'll, and, I'll uh, offer she, to help her if i need to help clean or something uh, she's like no 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 you're a guest i insist you guys eat eat what you need and 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 just put your uh, plates over there and and i'll get to it thank you so much for staying you know please come back uh, we appreciate everybody who comes and stays there's really not a lot of people here and you can see like there's maybe one or two other people here and you know this place is pretty big it probably could hold at two people a night you probably could hold 50 people in this place like it's pretty big i'll wolf down my breakfast and i'll start take my plate up i'll look at other plates i'll start washing them in the sink lick them clean uh, <laughs> this Ugh. is how we do it in the savannah yeah, you, you, she, you guys are eat your 
eat your meal and, and Marth, Marta is just running around and, and she, she finally finishes up. She's like, oh, sorry about that. Uh, it just takes me a while to get everything done to go into the rooms that people are leaving. Oh, speaking of people leaving, are you, do you need one more night or are you good for, are you, you're leaving today or? Well, we might be back later, but yeah, um, okay. Yeah, I'll just I'll I'll keep your room um, on the ready. If you guys just pass your keys to me, I'm, I'm gonna freshen them up, make sure they're ready in case you guys stay again. You can have the same rooms. If not, uh, they're ready for the next people. We appreciate uh, you guys if you come back. It, it's and she's bowing and nodding her head, and she's like, "We're super appreciative." We're we're actually taking on a contract to uh, clear out the mines. Oh, you guys are gonna do that? Oh man, you guys! We're gonna... I mean, we're more than just pretty face and yeah, uh, you know can... some singing pipes. And, and she kind of looks at Smoke. She's like, "Yeah," and you have some really big people too. And she points at like Smoke and Zoko. I reach um, into a pouch and I hand her one of the gems that I dug out. She like her eyes goes. You really were in the mine. Oh, Maximus and the miners. That's supposed right. to prove it. I can remember that Maximus and the miners. Yeah, yeah. You can branding. see kind of like, yeah, you're totally making a name for yourselves. She um, enough. Yeah, she, uh, <laughs> she's, she's, she's like, yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm Marta, and she's like, smoke, right? And then, and then she points at you, Zoko, and, and your name is. And she kind of just stares, she's like, he's calling Yeti. And she kind you of can call me Yeti. Yeti, Yeti, Yeti. Yeah, Marta, nice to meet you. And, and you are, um, sir, um, and she kind of speaks, sir, yeah, your name is. And she pulls out one of those horns, ear horns. Horn? <laughs> sir, your name is, I'm Marta. No thanks. No, his name is Quincy. He's the bad boy of the group. Right, sorry about that. New soloist. Uh, the guitar yeah, player is always nice the skinny guy, old guy. And then uh, looks at Ponto and says, and your name is? And kind of like leans down a bit. I'm going to look up and wave. I'm, I'm Ponto. He's the cute uh, one. Nice, nice to meet you, Ponto. I'm I'm Marta. It's it's really great to have you guys here, Maximus and the Miners. It's so nice. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Maximus, you you were talking about the song I was singing. That's right. Um Maximus, can you make a persuasion check just to let me know how well you are persuading her to talk about this song? That is uh, 11. Yeah, absolutely. So she recounts uh, the following tale. 50 years ago, a mysterious woman in a fur-lined red cloak stopped at the east side on her way to Lonelywood. Because the woman was alone and frightened, the innkeepers, a pair of retired adventurers who happened to be Marta's grandparents, tried to console her. Uh, the woman gave them a ring as payment for their hospitality. Not long afterward, a howling wind burst through the inn and tossed the woman like a ragdoll, rolling and 
flapping around the in the innkeepers old adventures that they were intervened giving the woman time to escape the evil wind battered marta's grandparents unconscious before resuming its hunt and that was the last anyone saw of the woman marta pulls out this chain around her neck and shows a ring which she had inherited and uh she's like this is the this is the actual ring that my great-grandparents gave us um you know this is this it was a real tale of a woman and you can see it was a it's a wooden ring with like you can see kind of two like ferrets kind of intertwined on the top and uh she pops it back in she's like yeah it's uh it's why we sing the song never no one's ever seen her again wow that ring must be really uh special to you oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Is it? Um, does it have any like magical properties, or is it just a sentimental thing? I don't know. Um, it's it's kind of useful every now and again. It's but it's more sentimental than anything. So, uh, Quincy, who does anybody have detect magic now I that do. we're level two? I do. Yeah. You honor your elders by singing the songs of the past. And Marta kind of nods with you, Smoke. It's kind of why I sing mine. Because I don't want to forget. Did you want me to detect magic on your thing, Marta? Oh, I've never had anybody actually ask that, but sure, you certainly can. Okay. I will, I will ritual cast it. Yeah, I know it doesn't cost you a slot, which is nice. So, oh spend... snap! Um, so uh, you do see that um, the ring is definitely magical as well. I don't know what uh, what school magic it is. <laughs> That's hard uh... to tell. Quincy's <laughs> gonna hold up his little. Or pull out the ring that he got off his sapphic and uh, show yeah, I'll take a peek at that. Yeah, it's just a ring. Okay. And the armor? It's just oh. armor. Okay. And okay. the boots? Boots are gone. I thought I had the boots. Oh, well, then if you have the boots, they're on you and they're not magical. Okay. Uh, DM in, in Ponto's vast experience with uh, things of value and various arts and crafts and such, would he recognize the area that this ring came from? Does it look native to an area in styling or anything? Uh, you definitely can tell that this ring is magical. Um, it definitely has some warding magic on it. Like it's protecting you. Based off of my my background and that's various... the magic that Zoko gets from it. I, you know that but, it's magical, uh, but I I wouldn't recognize it from like a certain people no. or area or no. anything. No. Nope. Okay. Yeah. So you guys have kind of given her a bit of knowledge about it. Um, she kind of like she's like she kind of like she's shocked she's like oh 
I was kind of wondering why, like, because she she puts it on every now and again, but she mostly carries it on her chain just while she's working, so she doesn't lose it. So, keep it tight. You don't let anyone take it away from you. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It does help me when I'm outside. It kind of seems to keep me a little bit warmer than everybody else. It's still uh, cold, but it's pretty useful. It's a ring of Goliath. Make you strong like me. Y- yes, that is sure. I don't know. And she kind of finishes talking to you guys. Well, you know, it's lovely meeting you, Maximus and the miners. Um, come back anytime. Um, you see this old kind of withered man um, come out and just kind of not rags, but just you can tell they're like worn, worn out clothing and you can, can see him kind of like Quincy just trying to walk slowly and, and she runs over. It's like, oh, dad, it's fine. Just 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 hold up and you can see Marta go underneath the other side and help him and walk over to the table and eat a little bit as well. And I got one more question she, for her. Yep. Do you know what happened to the dogs? Did they leave town? Um, well, I haven't gone out yet today yet to get um, my supplies for the for the inn. Um, We're interested if you could find something like that dog. Does Quincy uh, recognize the old dude? No. no. <laughs> he looks like another old dude. Oh, um, funny. Oh, George, you bastard! <laughs> What was the name of the guy in Sa- that Jerry's dad in Seinfeld was always looking for? It was like when they were in Florida. It's escaping my brain. Oh, uh, uh, I know. That's exactly what I'm thinking. I was like, what? <laughs> I, I can hear it, but I can't. I know. That's the same here. Um, yeah, you see Marta. She's just, uh, she's, she nods. She's like, yeah, if I see you guys and if I see them, I'll let you know. No problem. And um, yeah, you can, you guys, the days in front of you, um, you guys, I'm assuming are exiting the east side in and uh, we should see how the weather looks today. Yeah. Uh, who rolled last time? I did. Okay. I did. Okay, then we will pick Quincy and Ponto. That's a six. And that's a seven. Oh. Kind of shit weather today. Blowing snow. Definitely snowing as well. Uh, it'll hide our tracks. Yeah, good. That it will. Um, mm-hmm. It'll make navigating a bit harder too. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's still doable. It's still walkable. It's not like it's you're, you're going anywhere. So. To the mines. If we don't have to go straight there, we can go in like a circuitous route. So, yeah, you can you can make <laughs> the long way around, sure. Yeah, avoid the targs. <laughs> you said what when we of... entered when we entered the town there was like a wizard's tower. It well it looked like wizard's tower. Obviously they have no wizard. Well, they actually I don't know, they might actually. Um 
but it looked like there was like you know nice ornate buildings like nice wooden structures it, it was a well put together town like it actually looked proper it didn't look as run down as the other towns because they could repair from the wood right out right. of the that are just it's not like a, a location that we should note on our map mm -mm. okay the main notable things of this town are is the blue clam the there's like town the hall the east side and the east side i mean there is some bigger buildings but i mean nothing really to note so um we could uh, go into the forest here and uh cut down some wood and create torches and sell them for like five gold a piece and all that kind of stuff. We could make some money here. Just yeah, stand you'd on have to like cut down the wood, like file down the wood. But a gold a piece have, for like, uh, five tor or five torches for five gold. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'd have to have oil. You'd have to have rags. Yeah, we could make some money. As so. Maximus is pitching this, Ponto's already heading towards the mine. And you see this little figure kind of do 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 going down the path Tr that he knows. Trudging, trudging through the snow. As it's blowing uh, and moving. And I forgot to pick up leashes again. And Quincy's clearing the snow out with shape water in front of him. Yeah. I'll travel Quincy behind Carlos. Quincy. And these and snow blowers. And you guys snow blowers a path. This metallic... Uh, about foot and a half long, like iguana looking thing that's like hanging on Ponto's back. What? What is that? I think you picked up a parasite in the inn. <laughs> it's just going. Don't take the road. You're going to get killed by the targs, Ponto. It's too late. He chose to walk down the road. And I'm following I, I, Quincy. You guys are hauling behind, trying to like Quincy's obviously moving the snow and kind of like smokes behind him, trying to like pick him up and hustle him a bit. And you kind of see this train of like snow moving away, moving to Ponto because Ponto can only go 25 feet. And yeah, I'm, I'm not the fastest. 30. You all catch up. So it's you catch up to him. And as you pass by where Torgs was, you know, not there today. Um, so maybe they've left town, maybe they haven't, you don't know. And uh, you exit uh, Termalane and head towards the mine. Um, Zoko, I feel like you're going to be leading the pack probably to get you back there. Is there any tracks in front of us of people that no. have traveled? There's really? there's no tracks. Not okay. not since there's kobolds in the mine. Nobody goes. Okay, I'm just worried if Torgs is head to the mine or something. No signs of that. You don't know. Okay. They could join our band and become part of the miners. A dwarf. That's racist. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little presumptuous. Yes. So a survival check for getting to the mine? To the mine, yes. In the uh, inclement weather of snow, the wind. 23. Yeah, Zoko, Zoko, even in this wind, you're like, yep, no, we're going the right place. The You can kind of see the faint lines of the, the trail heading up, and you're like, no, no, we're, we're still going right. And you're walking beside, and you guys make yourselves... Uh, it takes you about an hour 
maybe two hours because it's a bit of weather and you guys make it back to the uh the mine and i will move you all back well i should probably pull out uh oh. No, I just want to move everybody together so I can put you back together. Nope, I don't want the rat. Nope, I don't want the rat. Thank you. Yeah, for some reason, their uh, select boxes are huge. Yeah, no kidding. I will move you all back. Uh, oh, the players are there. Thank you, Ray. <laughs> so, yeah, um, you guys enter back in the mine. The same sign out front is there, uh, scrawled out in beautiful uh, writing again. Um, There's clearly more than just kobolds here. They don't write like that. yeah you guys are you you've lit torches you know where kind of the mine is i mean obviously it's not bright out but i'm not gonna put the fog of war back because you know where you're going um yeah light a torch yeah i feel like we'll probably call it a night here because this seems like a good stopping point with uh how things are gonna go Let's delve, delve into the mines. As we delve into the mines. Actually, let's get a marching order first. How are you all walking into this? Who's leading? Who's in the back? Who's in the front? I'd be up front. Smoke in the front. Smoke them if you got them. Smoke and then what? Yeah, I'll be beside smoke. Okay. Second row. Um... Ponto would probably be second row, and as he gets into the cave, he's gonna pull this iguana thing off of his back, and it's gonna run ahead of everybody else. What? Uh, Let me see if I have a mechanical iguana. I here, can... look. There's a rat on the field. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Sweet. Well, Maximus doesn't want to leave Quincy in behind, so you'll let Quincy go in the second row. Maximus will okay. take up the rear. So our rows will be Yeti and Smoke at the front. Wow, that is crazy looking. I don't care. It's got to be smaller than that. Um, and then Ponto and Quincy. Perfect. Uh, what is the name of your pet? Um, I don't have a name for it yet, but is yeah. it is my homunculus servant? Got to be something. Yeah, to do with you the need band. to name it. Yeah, oh, we Pat can. Has a name. We can uh, put that to the well, chat. I just, I just created him this morning. I know. So his name's Homie so far. Is he a groupie? We're just getting to know each other. Um, Homie the homunculus. The, is it the she homunculus or the he homunculus? I think it's yeah. a groupie. Yeah. Or yeah. a they homunculus. He's got groupies. <laughs> It got better. It's a it's a it's a hemunculus. Um, okay, perfect. Yeah. It'll it'll sprout little wings every time it needs to because it has a thirty foot fly speed as well. Ooh! Wow! Cool. I like it. 
30, 30 fly, 20 move. At level two? It has dark mm. vision. You you rolled so high for your D100, you bugger. It's the I needed only one thing from this stupid. cage. One thing from this cave. One thing. Oh, you had to have a material component to make him? Jam worth 100 yeah. gold? Yeah. Oh. And that was that was the D one hundred table. I didn't make it. I just I just added half of your like your check to your D one hundred rolled and it rolled into the next bracket. That was high enough. So so that we will end with our party going into the mine. And um, do we want to talk about what you guys got at level two? So that maybe everybody's familiar with their newfound abilities. No familiars for me. No uh, familiars for you. I got reckless attack and danger sense. And Zoko, you got wild shape and some more spells. Yep. And anything else? Means you got charm person. Ooh. And two sorcery points. Maximus got uh, Disguise Self, Jack of All Trades, and Song of Rest. Jack of All Trades is awesome. Yep, it's like the uh, it's like the rogue version of expertise almost. So, uh, what kind of a bard are you going to be? What uh, specialization of bard? Lore bard. Oh yeah, so you get expertise as well. And he gets uh, spells from all the any class he wants, right? Lord Bard's awesome. Ponto? Well Obviously you have, got a homunculus. I'm gonna have to ask the DM if we're going off of the uh, the list of the uh, infusion items that I'm allowed replicating, magic items. Because on D and D Beyond, there's like 600 things, and some of them yeah, are probably have to take a look at the list of uh, stuff. Just based off of what is like on the regular list. Is um, that homebrew or is that official content? That's official content. It's hard. I don't know. The it's list really is hard pretty big. No, it's it's massive on D and D Beyond. Like oh, I was yeah, then it's, then it's probably like, homebrewed in there. Yeah, well. you can. Unclick the homebrew, and then you only get the yeah. standard. Um, it's like 20, 25 things. Yeah, that's about yeah. right. So, uh, Ponto got uh, his access to artificer infusions. And as yep. it stands right now, took the uh, infuse, we infuse weapon. Um, Enhanced, enhanced weapon. Uh, he created himself a, uh, a homunculus servant and replicated a bag of holding. You should make nice. two bag of holdings if we can make a super bomb. <laughs> Tie one to the end of an arrow. That sounds Smoke. like a bad idea. Smoke runs ahead, opens the bag up. And I shoot an arrow into the bag. I'll hold it. No problem. Seems like a bad plan. 
As we walk through the cave and you teach this to Ponto. Space and time. He has, he has some tinkering to do tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah. So you, you obviously don't have all those infusions actives. You wouldn't have made a bag of holding. You worked on your homunculus for parts uh -huh. of the night and most of the morning. So I have the homunculus and the bag of holding, but okay. I didn't choose the enhanced weapon or defense. So. So there we go. Into the mine we go, and we will delve deeper in f a month from now. Thanks for listening to Perilous Pursuits. Be sure to check out our website at perilouspursuits.com for new episodes, news, and other information. In the meantime, go give your Craig Cat a walk, give your owlbear a big hug, and go play some D&D. &D.